know, you're talking about shirts riding up on you. you what, before the show, when I told you, people probably think, get out in front of the camera. You standing right in front of the camera. <laughs> people, people probably think that I never shower, never change my clothes, so I wore a different <laughs> pair of shoes today. Because I have the same, the same fucking hat, the same pair of jeans, <laughs> the same shirt, all that shit. So I put a, diff- put a different pair of shoes on to at least flex it a little bit. So, All right, I'm done trolling you. We're back. It's season three. And uh, I feel like we've been out of the fucking studio forever. But hell, we were just in here recording bonus content. Time flies when you don't have to come and do two or three episodes a week mm-hmm. like we did to grind out season two. Then you're like, fuck, I kind of want to get back in the studio and record some shit. So, welcome everybody to season three of the Screaming Idiots show. It's been a hell of a ride, and we uh, we just keep getting, in our opinion, getting bigger and better. Um, hopefully you guys agree. We've got a uh, hellacious lineup for season three. Um, you know, everybody that listens to the show knows that our guests are just as, just as much a part of, of this show as we are, and we've got some fucking awesome ones lined up for you that you guys are going to get to hear this season. First, I want to mention that we're going to have a, a part two, a callback, an encore for uh, everybody's favorite guest in our most downloaded episode, Derek Muncy from episode four, Rules of Evidence. One more song. One more song, baby. <laughs> we're going to bring his ass back on, drag him back in here, and get him talking again. And we'll probably end up recording for another three hours. But, hey, like we've like I just said, that was still our most downloaded episode, so... Three hours must have been uh, not enough. Hell, we could have recorded for, uh, excuse me, six. Easy. Yeah, we, we could have just kept going for a very, very long I time. I think we quit at, like, what, one thirty in the morning? 1, one thirty uh, in the morning? Was it, it was, that late? I think it was closer to midnight, but we all We're hung old, out for a while. So, yeah, that's true. Well, and it was just such an organic conversation that, it, like you said, it just could have kept going. Oh, yeah. So we got Derek coming on. I think we've also teased these guys before, but we've got Brad and Justin from the band Sour Blood coming on, and we're going to talk uh, about all things Sour Blood, um, talk about Brad's side project. Remind me again what the name of that is. Stand Your Ground. Stand Your Ground, yep. yep. So, And then we're also going to talk about uh, the Barnyard Bash, the big, big show here in Southern Ohio coming up uh, late this summer. Actually, it's in October now, isn't it? September. Or September. Late so, yeah. September. So late this summer. I'm um, going to talk about that. We also have... Uh, we've just confirmed this prior to recording this episode. Daniel and Andrew Lott from the band Waste of White are going to come on. You guys know that I have I have Meat Road Waste of White several <laughs> times in this show. Those dudes are fucking awesome. This motherfucker gets their meat sweats when I he do. talks about them. <laughs> I do. Waste of White gets me going. So I uh, can't wait to get those guys on. And also um, Ray. Ray Kinzer. Ray Kinzer, yep. who is a show promoter, right? Yep. I, I, yep. Preston, you can... Just uh, talk a little bit about your, you know, him. what's it been, Tyler? Three years we met Ray, probably maybe four years ago we met Ray at the first barnyard that we had played, and he had done photos for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and just an overall genuine dude. Um, and that's when we had found out that he was a promoter. We just thought he, he was, was a there photographer. Taking, yeah, I yeah. thought he was a photographer. And uh, he was there with uh, Adam Signs. Yeah. Was he with Adam at the time? Because they, I, I believe they had like a, they were kind of together on the Misfits productions. Okay, thing. at the time. Yeah, yeah. so Ray uh, had approached us shortly after our set and um, wanted to book us up in Newark. Um, and that was our origination to the Newark scene. Was that the show that with Waste way. of White? Um, well, no, I mean, this they, was at the they barn started. Yard. They started coming around. 
later on. Yeah, probably we a year had, and we a half played, after us. Okay. We had played up in Newark. I've only been to that one times. show in Newark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and this was at the when he started booking us. This was at the original Muddy Creek Saloon. Okay. Um, so we built a bunch of relationships off of Ray because of him getting us into that scene. There, it's all about what Tyler will um, talk about on that episode of bonus content we did building your network yep. yeah and it was the coolest was thing about, about it was um he didn't feel like a promoter there was no promoter feel to him whatsoever yeah. it was just a good dude that wanted to book bands and put on good shows yeah uh and he was just here to help the Look, bands man, out. and i laugh because the the promoter we had worked with the most prior to meeting ray was oh, this yeah. dude <laughs> uh david kevorkian that last name. You gonna slander his name on here? Fuck yeah. That last oh, name. So sounds like, like I well, look, I I never had a problem with the dude. Um, we played several shows with him. Um, he always treated us fairly, but I also knew like what to look out for, you know, how to protect ourselves and dealing with promoters and and stuff like that. This dude has so much fucking hate on him he's got there's like facebook pages out there yep. where all they do is just talk shit about him and the bands that work with him and a lot of them just kind of fuck themselves when they worked with him you know weren't really paying attention but he kind of did some fuck shit too to deserve it i remember there was a big issue with uh he did a show for otep um we had we had played with them up at the Al Rosa Villa, and it was one of those shows where we just did not fucking fit in because we were way too soft to be <laughs> playing with Otep. But um, he did a show with with Otep and uh, fucked them over bad. Ooh. Like he was supposed to pay them up front with a certain amount of money when they got there, um, stuff like that, and he uh, was supposed to show them some hospitality and then just kind of him hauled around was like yeah can you like you do this kind of check or whatever on on the payment and and obviously one of those situations where like he was planning on that check bouncing kind of of thing um i don't know there was a whole situation about it It pissed a lot of people off and so yeah dealing with with people like that that are just crooked as fuck um and then dealing with someone like ray who you know Really takes care, <laughs> yeah. He takes care of the bands that he works with, and he really cares. Yep, man. I'm telling you, we're the most diverse podcast out there when it comes to the guests. We get lawyers, <laughs> we get other bands, we get fucking show promoters. We, I, I'm, I'm, I'm teasing it. It's not confirmed yet, but we got something in the works. The communication has been started. We might be having a radio DJ come on. We're working on it. Not dropping names. It's not confirmed. The talks have begun. We're working on it. We're moving up in the fucking world. I think we're trying. We're trying. So we are. We're, we're not a news station here. We we don't just want to report on current events. We want to educate you guys and learn you something. So with all these uh, different, you know, variety of guests we have coming on, we we know that each and every one of them brings something different to the show, um, and can uh, provide different insights into every aspect and avenue of the music industry. So. Super excited about all the guests we have coming for this season. I know you guys are too. Um, couple of reminders. Make sure you follow all of our social medias, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, all of it, at TSIS Podcast. Keep up to date on all things going on with the show. 
We always post clips. We're always interactive with people on Twitter and TikTok and whatnot. Um, if you want a T-shirt, please reach out to us, um, and we will get you guys your shirts. Um, and I think that's all I had to cover for uh, housekeeping items. So, <laughs> oh, God, here we go. So if, you, if you're a Patreon subscriber and you listen to some bonus content from Episode 2, or if you're a long-time listener and you listen to episode one, the very first episode that we did when it was just me and Tyler, you've heard some Avenged Sevenfold slander. And we were going to... It's I, not I, slander if it's factual. That's fair. We'll get there. G- give me a second. <laughs> I, I, we were done with it after that bonus content episode that Tyler and I did for in, in season two. Like I said, that's, that's Patreon ex- exclusive. So if you want to hear all the bonus content, you want early access to every season... Early and unlimited access to every season. Jump on Patreon. Look up the Screaming Idiot Show. Subscribe to the Backstage Pass for five bucks a month. You get it all. All of it. All the time. So, shameless Never plug. <laughs> shameless plug. But, I said we were going to be done with the Avenged Sevenfold slander. But Preston didn't get to partake in the uh, bonus content because he had other commitments that he couldn't make it that night. So he's like, we, we, I, I got to talk about it. I got to talk about it. Because by, by the time that you guys are listening to this, you know that they've put out a couple new songs. And Preston, I'm, I'm just I'm just going to let you go first. And, and we'll just go ahead and piss off the rest of our Avenged Sevenfold fans on here. Well, if you are an Avenged Sevenfold fan listening, fuck yeah. <laughs> um, we are unapologetic. So, and I don't have a lot to say in regards to them boys and what do they call them, A7X? A7X. But I was scrolling through the YouTubes in my huggle last night or the night before. Our second shirt is just going to be Cartoon You in a Huggle. <laughs> yep. That's our next shirt. Hey, if your wife keeps the house cold, get you a huggle. I need to be a damn sales rep for fucking huggles. Uh, so... I was scrolling through YouTubes and uh, because of like your recommended videos or whatever, a bunch of guitar covers pop up a lot of the time because I watch a bunch of guitar content. And I seen Avenged Sevenfold, this dude covering it. I don't remember the name of the song. And I was like, the, well, the newest it. one is called We Love You. Oh, figures. Yeah, so I shouldn't have listened. Um, well, I listened to him play this damn guitar cover and I was baffled. I thought like it was a joke the first minute like of the a, song. Like it was a parody. Yes, I thought yeah. they were trolling people. Yeah. And of course, this guy's covering it, so it's not, he didn't make the song, but I, as I listened to the music, and I'm like, wait a second. So I'm listening, I'm like, yep, this shit's fucking horrible. Uh, and it gets about a minute and a half in. I don't know, maybe it was, maybe it was only 20 seconds You in. made it that far? It switches to another part, and I'm like, all right, they might go into something here. Yeah. I'll give them a second. It, it got even worse. It was fucking putrid, dude. Bro. It was fucking... I heard sounds that I've never heard before. You remember that one Metallica uh, song? I can't remember what it was. It was off a of Load of Reload where James is like, See you crawling. <laughs> that whole song sounds like that. Um, Dude, like I've blocked that sound from my brain. I don't even remember what the song sounds like anymore. Listen. And, and I have yet to listen to it. Oh, We'll save you the, the tragedy. I don't want to die today. So you, okay. If you get on, you know, Twitter or TikTok or or whatever, and you you 
find one of those posts of that song and you see all these events sevenfold fans that are like oh my it's you know shout out to them for being brave <laughs> enough to be different I, i'm glad that you know oh everybody hates a band when they want to change their sound different compared to what yeah when it when they change their sound to dog shit literal compared to something good like dude they're i'm sorry but if you, you i understand that event sevenfold has always had this cult like following yeah. of of fans that are so loyal to them on every level and i i get that because a lot of those bands have that and it's okay to change your sound and be different like we've talked about bands that have done that and just because we don't like it doesn't, doesn't mean, mean it's, it's not, not good. good yeah right yep. we talk about all the remains that changed yep. they're still writing good songs it's just not it's it's what are they? Uh, the the new term that I've been seeing is octane core. Like yes, Sirius I've XM, seen that. Octane, I heard that the yeah. other day. Yeah. So that's like what a lot of those yep. bands did. They went to octane <laughs> they, core. Somebody had said the other day. Went uh, from butt rock I think it was octane. in relation to the new Moth song. Somebody said, "Well, I'm glad it's not octane core. It's or definitely whatever. not octane core." And maybe he was referring to Dark Divine. I I don't know um, because it was softer. That's that album is not soft. It just no, doesn't have exactly. good production. Yeah. But anyways. All these Avenged Sevenfold fans, I, I'm telling you, you people are fucking lying to yourselves and you're <laughs> lying to the internet. It is not good. That is not subjective. Nope. That is not subjective. Nope. That is not good music. It I is bet those fucking... people think Epstein killed himself. Or didn't... They, yeah. yeah, they think he killed himself, yeah. It is not subjective. I'm looking directly into the camera. The new Avenged Sevenfold is fucking ass. Like it's look, not even fucking ass because that that's fun, but like it sounds it, <laughs> it sounds better when I have diarrhea. It sounds better when I'm not listening to it. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, fucking. Look, I'm, y- y'all probably think that we're fucking haters and we're 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 just being elitist gatekeepers of of metal, but there is a difference between good music that's different and. Music that just fucking sucks. I got the meat sweats while I listen. I'm to it sweating because I right was now. So embarrassed. It like, was it, bad, dude. And I, I just it I, is bad. Excuse me. I don't understand what the direction they're trying to go in because it's like they just throw a bunch of sounds together, and Matt tries to sound as absolutely shitty <laughs> as he possibly can on vocals. And I, told I get you it. on the bonus episode, they literally were drunk one night and were like. I bet we can write some dog shit ass music and people still love it. Hold my how, beer. I is that how we, you know you're fucking huge? I was gonna say I hope yeah. we get to that fucking level one is that day. How you know man. that you're huge. That I you wanna be make... I wanna be so popular that I just fart into a fucking microphone <laughs> and people are like, Bro, he's an artist. Like listen it, it doesn't it doesn't sound like the old stuff, but it's still good. <laughs> I don't understand why people hate on bands when they want to be different. Uh, 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 it's just different. Yeah. Oh, do you hear me at that high note? It sounds like they're finger blasting Gee, a dog. Hear the way you brought oh, it home with that low girdle. <laughs> oh, man, that's metal as fuck. Like, dude. Dude, it's so bad. It's so, I'm sweating. Yes, right now, I am bro. too. Well, I'm drinking bourbon. And that's not helping. Yeah. yeah. Sponsored by Blanton's. But, Fuck uh, you, A7X. Dude, y'all Jesus suck ass. Christ. Y'all suck ass. Like, listen, I talk shit about Sleep Token any chance I get because I don't like their music. I still think they probably write pretty good songs. It's just not something I like. Yeah. But, th- I mean, I promise you, if if there is somebody out there that really actually likes this shit, they probably listen to nothing but progressive industrial metal. 
and they want to hear the guitar fuck a robot. Yeah, that that was the funniest tweet the other day <laughs> when I heard that. So, I mean, you know, it is what it is. If if you really truly like it, there is no hope for you. Um, <laughs> what's that? What was that? Uh, that uh, Slipknot album, All Hope Is Gone. Yep, it's gone. Yeah, it's been gone. So it's like breathing in sulfur. Yeah, not great. All right. Well, the Avenged Sevenfold Hate Train rolls on. Uh, I think we're going to tra- uh, change the name of this podcast to A7X Hate Train or something like that. Um, I do. We all agreed on this. We do want to talk about a band that I am dumbfounded that none of us in the umpteen number of episodes. And we're on season three and we have yet to. I don't even know if we've mentioned this band, let alone talked about them at depth. Wage War. And this is a band that I know. All of us, well, maybe not you, Tyler, I'm not sure, but Preston and I got into on their first album on Blueprints. There was and, a certain time where they were our favorite band. Oh, my God. Easily. easily. They, they filled a gap, and I can't remember who it was between, but it they had before filled Polaris. a gap for it. Was um, it? Yeah. yeah, it was before Polaris. Well, it was kind of, they were a great bridge band from, like, because when they released their first album, Blueprints, that was right around when, like, All the Remains changed their sound and Bullet changed their sound. And Tim Lambesis from As I Lay Dying was in prison. So, yeah. like, there was there was this void there. And um, Wage War kind of filled that. And these dudes, they have four albums, right? Blueprints, Deadweight, yep. yep. Pressure, and uh, Manic. Manic. Yep. Every single one of their albums is fucking fantastic. And I think the point... In their own way. Though. Yeah, they're different, right? So... The point that I really wanted to drive home about Wage War is they are one of those bands that we talk about bands that a lot of times when they go mainstream or they gain a ton of popularity, they change their sound so much and they go to that octane core mm-hmm. and they change. I call it radio core, but octane core sounds cooler. Um, they change their sound to that and they, they, they stop writing good songs and they just start writing cookie cutter shit. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, Wage War has never done that. Their song, they are such, I mean, Cody is an incredible songwriter, mm-hmm. and he's got some fucking pipes. Yes, he does. And they can do it all. They're, you talked about before the show, Preston, I'll let you dive into it, but mm-hmm. their, uh, their acoustic shit is incredible. Um, this is a band that I listen to on almost a daily basis. I have every album downloaded on my phone, and I'm just blown away that we have failed to talk about them, and I know they have a huge fan base appropriately yeah because they are so fucking fun to listen to dude i remember when deadweight or just before deadweight had dropped me and you were so fucking excited for that album bro and that album and i remember hearing before deadweight had dropped i remember hearing uh um a day to remembers i believe frontman i can't remember the guy's name but i think he dabbles into like production and stuff and i think he, you're right on that he He's had cool helped dude, produce deadweight uh um, that makes sense yeah, and of course the singles that they had released off Deadweight well, were awesome. Well, they only awesome. put two or three out. Yeah, it wasn't many, a whole lot. How many songs but, are on that record, Deadweight? I don't, I don't uh, have my phone, Give me a second. Tyler, give me a number. Twelve. 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 Yeah, it was like two or three singles. Yeah. It was perfect. Mm-hmm. That was that was it. That album came out in what, 20? I was about to ask how many fucking singles did they 2019? Really? I, th- I think. Was that 2019 that record came out? Uh, 2017. Okay, Blueprints was in 15? 15, Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, 15, 17, we've talked about it before. Bands were not dropping half the fucking album as singles yeah. at that point. Yeah. So they teased it perfectly. They fucking stupid. Yeah. And mm-hmm. which you can tell on Apple Music, the singles have stars next to them. Yeah. Um, 
it we were you're right we were juiced out of our minds yeah. to that record and it did not disappoint at all no uh-uh. like oh and a side note and we'll get back to wage war real quick but i think every metal band on the face of the earth has, has a song called gravity yes <laughs> yes uh, yeah, it's, that's yeah. it's absolutely it's metal, metal as, fuck. as fuck. It is, yep. and they just—I have yet to see them live. I don't think any of us have seen them live. No, um, I think I had a chance, but. but I've got some buddies that have seen them live and say, and you watch—I mean, if you watch them on social media live, crowd interaction—I mean, they nuts. just put on a hell of a show, and I, I absolutely want to go see them because, like, they remind me so much of—and people might think I'm crazy when I say this. They remind me so much of Miss May I um, in the sense of mm. Tyler tilted his head. Okay, so just bear with me here. I'm barren. I understand that Miss May I is maybe a little darker. I'm barren. And releases a little bit more uh, darker themed music compared to Wage War. But I've seen Miss May I live twice. And they just, Levi, and I mean the whole band's stage presence and the show that they put on looks so similar to what I see from Wage War. And I've never had more... I, I, I had a blast at Norma Jean. But I had more fun at Fit for a King, Crystal Lake, Miss May I, and August Burns Red. Mm-hmm. Um, I Personally, more fun. Norma Jean made me want to kill people. Yeah. I appreciate that. So, <laughs> Greyhaven made me want to get stoned off my ass and headbutt a wall. That's kind of cool, too. So, that's metal as fuck, right? Yeah. So, Wage War, I just feel like, is that perfect mix of hardcore, post-hardcore, and metalcore, melodic hardcore, more mm-hmm. than anything. Not like Norma Jean hardcore, melodic hardcore. Yeah. That they can they can blend to anybody's ear. Yeah. I'm not saying there's some groundbreaking band. I just think that they do a excellent job of creating music that everybody can appreciate that's a metal fan Mm -hmm. i've talked enough y'all go ahead so in regards to wage war i remember when i first heard them uh back when i was a true meathead and all i did was lift weights and eat chicken bro if i flex any harder i'm gonna poop myself yeah uh all i did was lift weights eat chicken and go to sleep at 7 30 p.m and I had heard blueprints when I managed a gym and I was working out one night and uh I thought I sent you the river and that's what started. No, I had randomly came across it in the gym some way. I came somehow. across it on YouTube is where I found okay. it. The river was the, the I music think, video for I the I think river. at the time when I had came across it was like the similar artist tab or whatever. Yeah. Um and specifically the song was the song Desperate off oh, of fuck. Blueprints. That's a jam. And, of course, how heavy it is, but then the chorus had roped me in. Cody's got pipes, dude. And that was the night I I remember it vividly. It was the night I squatted 315. Um, I don't know why. Not that it matters by any means. But it was such a refreshing sound for me at the time. And I don't know why, because there were obviously a bunch of bands that we were listening to that were similar. Dude, at that time, like, there was the the Vultures album from Dayseeker that was kind of similar to... Um, back when Dayseeker was like actually doing metal, mm-hmm. um, shout out Jeremy Priest for showing us uh, Dayseeker back then. Um, there was a couple like uh, Bless the Fall. I was listening to Micah Relocate. I was listening of course, to Issues. Oh, we my were God. big into Issues. It's then. such a shame that Tyler has to be a pedophile, but yeah. not you, Tyler. Tyler from 
issues. Did I'm, he ever, I'm glad we clarified. Was that ever like proven? No, it wasn't. I'm being a dick. He he just the, it was the allegations were enough that the rest of the guys booted him out. Yeah, yeah. Um, and well, now they're not they, doing it. If they booted him out, they probably seen some shit and just never said anything until it came out in the public. So fuck the rest of them too. Yeah, but Fair. then we're getting on a tangent. But they had dropped one of the singles off of Headspace, and it might have been Coma, which we love that fucking song. But the whole record. He did the whole video in a fucking dress the whole time, and I was like, "Yep, he's he might be gay, but he's also a weirdo." I remember that he likes penis. Yeah, which but the whole fine. rumor he can was like that he likes all he wants, but teenage boy penis. Y- yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Um, but yeah, it was such a refreshing, heavy, fucking gnarly sound at the time. Um, wage war, you're talking about? Yes, yes, wage war. I apologize, and. I remember being hooked on them. Me and Kyler lost our fucking cool to that album for months on end. And then we, I mean, that was like in 2016 because the album had been out for like a year. And And we we hadn't even heard of them. Yeah. We yeah. hadn't even heard no. of it. And then de- then they started dropping singles from Deadweight coming. And And that's when we lost our fucking cool. They're getting ready to drop a fucking new album. And yeah. Yeah. Because Deadweight like had better production. And yeah, like it was yeah, just more slightly. refined. Yep. And like, I mean, if, if dude from, from, um, a day to remember is producing that album or helping produce that album. Yeah. I know. think I remember seeing a YouTube video about that or something where he had delved into it or helped a bit. But, um, so I remember us being extremely fucking hyped about dead weight and it did not disappoint. We love that album. And then, um, pressure had came out in 2019 and I remember being excited for it. I hadn't, um, Wage War hadn't fell fell off the wagon for me yet. No, and I I sometimes do that with when bands. you got two only two years in between albums, they stay pretty fresh in yeah. your mind. You yeah. know what I mean? Well, and they their sound hadn't changed to a point where no. um I was disinterested. Yeah. So then pressure had came out, and I mean <clears throat> to be honest, I'm looking and I have five of the songs off that album downloaded. Um, and I'm a listener where I will not download the full album unless I like every single Same. song. Tyler's completely different. Tyler's different than us. He'll um, the full album. But if I downloaded those songs, I liked them. But, I mean, to be honest, pressure disappointed me. Right, because you were used to... I was used to, you know, of course Blueprints, but then Deadweight felt like it was perfect. A perfect mix. Yeah, it was like perfect at the time. Um, pressure went a little bit softer... Um, but I think really it just maybe wasn't as good as songs to me. Sure. As good of songs. So then the wage war love kind of, it was, it was gone there for a bit sure. for me. Um, and I think something about the drop a tuning on a six string, like they had the same exact sound. Um, I, I've, it just kind of fell to the wayside for me. And then they dropped manic. Um, was that 21? Sorry. Was that in 21? Or 22. It was 21, 21. 21. So they dropped Manic, and it took me it took me a bit to get into that album. I, it, so they're due. They're due. Potentially, yeah. They're due. yeah, yeah. They, are, they have um, been touring, I do know that. But. but I remember when they were hyping up Manic, it was, it felt as if, and I could be dead wrong, but it felt as if they had heard the disappointment from Pressure. And they were going back in the studio, and Manic was going to be the hardest they ever worked. They might have been getting heavier. And it took me a bit to get into Manic, but 
that fucking album's pretty damn sweet, and Death Roll is a fucking jam. It's it's a good one to listen to in the gym. Oh, Death Roll will make you lose your fucking cool, dude. Tyler, I think, and you haven't got a chance to talk about this, but when I think about Wage War for you, I compare them to Of Mice and Men for you because you kind of came in late, I think. Like, where, uh, you know, like with Of Mice and Men, you didn't come in with the self titled or the flood. You came in off Restoring Force. And yep. pressure, in my opinion, is very similar to Restoring Force. Oh, yeah. For you guys, yeah. Listening to you guys talk about it, it, you know, it does remind me of the same conversation we had around Of Mice and Men. Yep. God, I loved. Oh. For me. <sighs> Nostalgic, dude. It was earlier on in me hanging out with you guys. Yeah. And you guys were, again, flooding me with yeah, all the shit. <laughs> yeah. We were drowning you with yeah. metal. Yeah. We had just started the group chat yeah. and stuff, and it was... Bro, can man, you believe was... that the group chat's like five years old now? Well, it's not five years Is old. It... Are you sure? I'm sure. Because I, I didn't start hanging out with Preston until about four years ago, four and a half years ago. So maybe it's four years, four years old. Because it was around the time. It's been five years. Um, I'm my ex right and I at, split up. Right at about five I think years. it is. I was going to say, because I feel like. Damn close to five years. But anyways, go ahead, Tyler. I'm sorry. I'd say it. it was about close to five years. Yeah. But anyway, Preston sends me low. And that fucking of, chorus, uh, dude. Jesus Christ. I got Which, by the way, I, I want to mention, whoever put this shit on iTunes fucked up because Lowe's on there twice. Oh, I didn't it is, that. I and did that, that that irritates the shit out of me. Yep. But anyway, because I listen through albums, unlike you guys. So yours, <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Um, I remember hearing that song, and I was immediately hooked. It ain't on there twice. Yeah, it, it is. is on mine. On mine, it is. Uh, my you... shit's fucking old and not updated. Then did, <laughs> did you <laughs> did you download the whole album? No, <laughs> that's why. Well, I'm, I I put I press show complete album. You know, that's not the only album that is like that. I've got a couple of mine that have. Some anyway, sorry. anyway, anyway, iTunes is really fucked up. Fix your shit. <laughs> um, You're still better than Spotify, though. Yes. Continue. Yes. So I, uh, you know, I got that song, and then I started listening to the other ones. And oh, dude, me against myself. <laughs> Is that not the perfect song title? I to think you, me bro? and him cried to that song. Bro. Let, let me tell you, got like Cody I just get, you, bro. I get almost emotional even thinking about that song, that song because so I, awesome. I connect with it on such a deep level. Um, I mean, just the lyrics. Think about it. You know, it's me against myself. I feel like someone else. Um, I I don't want to do it alone. Yeah. Like going through shit and a lot of the times with, with anything. And and that was around the time Preston, you, you know about this a lot. The, the mindset journey that I was going Mm -hmm. through at the time and starting to take ownership of, just so many things in my life and and for people out there like look you can almost look at any shitty situation you've been in and and bring it back to a decision a choice that you made and when you when you recognize that it was your decisions your choices that put you in that tough spot that that you know whatever 
bullshit that you're dealing with, it's a fucking gut check. Mm-hmm. And it's it's something that you can really start to take ownership of your life. But at the same time, like... It's a hard fucking pill to swallow. It's a hard pill to swallow. And it's hard to do alone. Mm-hmm. And, and that's kind of what that song is about to me. Um, just, you know, me against myself every day. Um trying to get trying to be better today than I was yesterday and um trying to set myself up best for for tomorrow and it is really hard to do alone and having been at this somewhat alone for so long I mean I've had you guys I've had other Wait, close friends you. hey love you too bud this motherfucker took a turn fast but we God, always that, be getting emotional bro. that song <laughs> man that song it's Every awesome, time man. I'm in a I'm in a tough spot and I'm feeling down, I'm feeling depressed about a certain situation, I could listen to that song and it at first it's the gut check that's like, dude, you fucking put yourself here. Yep. Mm-hmm. Somewhere down the line was a decision or a choice that you made to to put yourself in this situation and you, you really just have to check yourself and and move forward and then it's kind of this uplifting almost an uplifting vibe to it that, that kind of brings it back around to like, you know, I hear that song, I'm going through the gut check. And by the end of it, I'm like, man, I fucking got this. Yeah. And, um, they can write the shit out of that's only, that's only one of the songs that I can speak on from wage war. And bro, I got, yeah, I mean, it's, it kind of goes into a topic I want to, I want to talk about later, but, Wage War, once once I listened through that album and I, and I fell in love with that album, I started going back into the older stuff. Um, I really, I honestly have not listened to Blueprints that much, but the Deadweight album, dude. You're in love with Stitch. Stitch. Don't let me fade away. Oh, the the chorus! (laughs) Oh, I heard that chorus for the first time. And Catalina, linebacker, baby, bro. Look, look, look! Shut up! 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 Shut You name the price for me to go back and hear that chorus for the first time again. Yep. And I will find a fucking way. Yep. Dude, I'll touch your dick. Like, <laughs> I was getting ready to say, I'll jack off a horse. Buy horse. <laughs> 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 yes. Listen, listen, there's a TikTok out there, and the caption says, it's like the whole build-up to the song High Horse. And it says, <laughs> you see a horse in a field, and then it has it has Britain going, High Horse. <laughs> and then it, it cuts out. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not. I'm glad but look, I'm not. I heard Fadeaway's chorus, dude. Oh, and then as soon as you said the song, I'm like the fucking chorus, bro. Yeah. I just want to throw shit. But look, like Stitch. When I heard Stitch for the first time, I it, you know it's it's it's, it's starting to kind of burn the bridge, yeah. rip the stitch. Oh my god! I about <laughs> ran my fucking car into a guardrail. I about tasted the fucking metal. So to me, Stitch is kind of like. Or, uh, I guess no. Excuse me. Let's fucking go, bro. Death, <laughs> Death roll is kind of similar Same, to yes. Stitch to me. It's that dude. Now there's I, a build up in Stitch. There's of a course, build up, but yeah. 
Um, that's how I, I feel figured about... Death Roll would hit you like Stitch did because I know that's always been your. That's favorite. how I feel felt about um, High Horse. Like High Horse, just yeah. like yeah. I don't know what it is. If it's the bounciness, the thrashiness of that song that just kind of what have I said for you know I haven't said in a long time, but metal is speed. speed. So that's why this like High Horse got me for them because mm-hmm. okay, so full disclosure, you talked about Manic was or I'm sorry. Yeah, no, no, no. Manic was the album for you that, like, it took you a couple listens to get into. And but, I think Pressure did that, too, because it was a slight sound yeah. change. But so yeah. Pressure did that for me until I realized that's probably the best songwriting they've ever done. I ooh, disagree with you on the sense. I disagreed with you on the sense, uh, in the sense of um, that Pressure was their least, you know, as far as songwriting goes. I thought Pressure probably was their most emotional album when it comes to songwriting, and Writing emotional songs, in my opinion, takes guts. You know what? It takes vulnerability. That might make sense. I would have to go back and listen. But it would make sense um, in regards to songwriting for that album because at that time is when I noticed my friends that I knew listened to rock music or maybe a little bit of metal music but weren't metalheads like us know of Wage War. Yeah. Again, it goes back to they, they made everything. Yeah. So, you know, you might have a good point there because I remember people posting on Facebook about Wage War and I'm like, dude, I've been listening to them for five years. Like, this album did that for you? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was Bad Omens before Bad Omens. Pretty much. It was. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. And that's why I think, different topic, that's why I think Bad Omens' next album will be back to... There's a real possibility, yep. Straight up metalcore. Yep. There's a pattern to be seen. Yeah. So... Um, for so me, that's one hell of a formula because you have this prominence, you make this money and popularity, and then you can do what the fuck you want to do, yep. which we've people, delved into that before. And people still listen. Yep. But Wage War is one of those bands that even when they change their sound, they still make fucking fantastic music. Yeah. Um, and Manic was one for me that might've taken me two listens to be like, okay, this shit fucking rips. Yeah, because I remember like, us having conversations where we're like, yeah, it's all right. And then, and like, then a like, week a later, week, you sent like, High Horse right. and you're like, bro, 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 <laughs> bro, <laughs> bro. Right, this shit's nuts. Look. You kind of, you know, ha- have your feelings towards pressure. Yep. I love But in, in the terms of what we have spoken about on this show, heavy is a feeling, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. not a sound. Yep, yep. When when pressure first came out, that wasn't a concept you and I really talked about. Yeah, and so I can understand how you can go from these two albums that were pretty fucking heavy into pressure and think, man, feel a certain way about it. Mm-hmm. But when I listened to that album, I I felt like it was heavy as fuck. Yeah. Like, so, okay, so because they're so good at fucking songwriting, hurt, man. The song hurt. Oh yep. my god. Okay, yep. So yep. that chorus will like make me cry. Yep. Though. Like and just the opening. Does it ever go away? Oh, will I always feel this way? Like just the the feeling of you talked about. You know, in order, right? Here's how I would listen to hurt, and then I would listen to me against myself. Like that's how I would listen to it in order. Motherfucker, you want wreck his fucking truck down the highway yeah you're right so you want to feel yourself and then you want to pick yourself up and like that was that's why i think pressure it's almost like a concept album in a way whereas the whole album is a story 
It's not a concept be. album. I'm not saying yeah. that, but it has. Yeah. In a sense, it is. I mean, the, yeah, the album's I mean, titled Pressure, and I mean, the the whole album is talking about these concepts around, you know, what applies pressure to us as, as individuals. Low. Ugh. Ugh. Bro, Ugh. low might be the best chorus they've made. No. No, 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 Man, the 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 fade away, man. Oh, I done. Don't let me fade out. away. Is is I get you. I'm so, not. but that's the thing about Wage War that I think that, I mean, my God, how can they write a song like Hurt and then go do something like High Horse or The River? And it's like mm-hmm. <clears throat> Young Blood. Young <laughs> like, Blood was different. Too. Young Blood was Johnny it was Cash. Different. Yep. yep. I mean, they, they do some different shit, bro. And I mean. You listen to so many of these these bands out there that are in this genre, and it's like, wow, every song sounds the same. Every lyric sounds the same. Well, there was a point. There was a part of me listening to Wage Ward that I was just like, yeah, I've heard that riff. 50 now you're times. contradicting yourself. What do you mean? Because you were just talking about how they filled a gap and they were different. And they did at the beginning. They to, did. And are then, you talking about like if like there was a period of time where you went back and listened to them, and you're like, oh, I've heard that before. Or it sounds there, like you're talking about each one of their songs. Each, yes, yes. Okay, there was a time where you did say that the drop A on a six string. Yeah, it just it, and I, I'm very picky. Did with AJ music Rebello play a seven? Are. Uh, no, six. Okay, he so six. he's playing a drop A. On yeah, but six. he was much more funky, much more funky than a lot of Wage War That's stuff. Fair. I'm just, um, I didn't know if it was not the that it was tuning, better, it was just different. I didn't know if it was. The it wasn't exactly the tuning, but there was a part of me and. Maybe y'all don't feel this way, and that's completely okay, but I'm fucking picky. So the sound got old to me there for a bit for whatever reason, and it took me probably two years of not listening to him to come back to him. But Manic got you back into it that. It took a while Ooh. for Manic to do it. It took probably three months of See, it only took me after like it dropped for me. <laughs> it took, it took me about like three months after Manic dropped for me to yeah. be like, Tyler, do right. you like Manic? I don't think you've talked about it. Do you like Manic? I do. I, I, I didn't like the album that much when it first came out um so it because it was too. it was a little different you know but you know once i started listening through it a few times and part of it was i would listen to it in the gym um you know i i listen to a lot of stuff that gets me in a certain uh, kind of mindset emotional mindset when i'm in the gym because that's what helps me work through those emotions is I'll, I'll listen to stuff that gets me in that in my feels um and as i'm working out it's almost like i'm releasing mm-hmm. that shit um and that's that's why i love going to the gym and listening to the, to the kind of music that we listen to um because it's very therapeutic but um listening to that album a few times in the gym um, like the song Manic itself was kind of like, man, this is kind of weird. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> like the third time I turned it on in the gym and it, it just hit me and mm-hmm. I, I, dude, I was like throwing shit. Yeah. So I, shout out to fucking wage. Yeah, I mean, By God, why did it yeah, take man. it? You guys why did it take us this I, long? I, because we listen. I feel listen, horrible. We listen to so many different bands, yep. bro. And it's, it's just, you know, we, we've, we we're always bouncing around topics and bands and, I and feel like they haven't, 
I mean, it's been a couple of years since they've released something, so it's kind of been on the back burner. Yeah, almost. I mean, twenty one, so it's been two years. So they're yeah, due. but it was like it, uh, it felt like that band slipped away from us for a bit. They are they are touring. They've been touring, doing yep. big shows. Yeah. Um. So kind of like Polaris, where they're just they're, they've been touring like crazy. Um. Just like you know, Polaris had slipped to the back burner a little bit. Um, I think every similar. two to two and a half years is good it's, for it album is good. Drops. So, but shout out to Wage War. I mean, you want to talk about yeah. versatility and and being able to do it. And all. And they seem like stand up dudes. And putting stand out four dudes. albums that all are great in their own yep. way, and, and and their ability to convert. Like you yeah. guys brushed on it, but like when I'm I'm talking to somebody that has never really listened to metal. Exactly. And I'm trying to yep. find what's going to get them. Yep. Bad omens. What, what's going to get their foot yes. in the door. Yes. Yep. It, I would always go to the Pressure album. Uh, there's oh, a few other a, yeah. bands I would talk about, but Wage War. The Wage War probably does it always. better than Bad Omens because of the lack of the techno-y shit, the synthy shit mm. on so Bad I, Omens' new album. Sparked a topic in my oh, brain. We, we don't go. have to hit this right no, now. We can hit this go, toward dude. the end. But we've only been I'm recording for like 40 go, minutes. I, I'm glad <laughs> you didn't go too deep into that because I think a good topic would be and, and maybe this isn't for listeners of this show or maybe this was a specific listener of this show before they truly got into this kind of music. But what bands would we introduce somebody with to get them into what we listen to? Oh my to? God, that is such a great topic of conversation. Okay, so let's close out the Wage War thing. Shout out <laughs> Love Wage you, War. Love you, but fuck you, Wage War. Love We're you moving guys. on. <laughs> Fantastic. Oh God, do you, do you want to go first? Let's, let's, you... let's just dive okay, into yeah, it. Go uh, ahead. Uh, 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 go ahead, the top of my head. Yeah. Breaking Benjamin. Which everybody knows Breaking Benjamin, so that wouldn't be one. Okay, so uh, wait, fine. let me let me ask for a little more context. Okay. Are they completely out of metal or are they like dad rock? They're they're into they're into some they're into breaking Benjamin and shit like that. But right? they don't let's say they don't like screaming. Right? They don't like yeah. unclean vocals yep. or something. They don't like, like harsher vocals. They don't okay. Yep. So they don't okay. I got you. Go ahead. So a lot of these bands I would guarantee they're gonna be probably close to the same for all of us. Um, one would be not one if I would have to rank. Them yeah, or just anything. in general. Yeah, Boys of Fall. Oh my God, oh. yes. Oh my God, yes. Issues. Yeah, because yeah. you can get the hip hop. Pe- yes. Oh no. Bad <laughs> Omens. Yes. Which that's proven already. It is proven. Uh, they literally wage war. Yeah. Yes. Again, proven. Formula. Oh come on, keep fucking popping them off. Oh. Hold on, hold on, hold on. on. Bro, what I know you guys got bands on your tongue. Don't tell go me. Ahead, I want go, you to okay. say. Yep. Uh, damn it. Hold on. Bro, those four are Motionless. Hu- motionless. Yes. yes. Those four are huge. My wife Tyler's going to hate this, but my, Beartooth. Don't, no. Don't, no, no, stop. No, I'm, fuck I'm, you. I'm, keep fuck going. you. We're Man, shouting them no, out. We're you're just, right. You're right. You're Bear, my sister is obsessed with Beartooth. Bill Murray. Hold on. Damn it. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, hold. So I ain't gonna hold on. I would just uh, hold them out. Just give me like two more bands, and I'll let you guys go. I'm just trying to see how witty I am about this, bro. The I first four you rattled off were like, yeah. Per- I got another one. Uh, I yeah, got keep them, keep them, because there's going to be bands that you guys mentioned. Oh yeah, like duh. Um, so I said motionless last because my They're sister, heavier. my I mean, wife. They love Chris that's, and their that's, software. That's a little more. Is that's one headache, of the later bands headache, you would show them. Headache's a song they love, if I'm not mistaken. Headache? And Bro, another headache's view. heavy as fuck. And another, another life. Or another life, I'm sorry. Yeah. 
I told you guys I don't remember names. Yeah, you don't want to show that um, headache is fucked. Maybe I'm wrong. I thought it was yeah. the Queen to Queen. Something. Nah, that's a little too heavy to start <laughs> off with. Uh, damn it. Hold on. Of course, we could go back into Chevelle and shit like that. Yeah, but, but I'm you said to they're already about... into shit like yeah, that. Yeah, They're into dad rock. Um, Chevelle ain't dad rock, homie. No, I'm just... I know. But they're I'm on the radio. How about, how about radio? Hold on. Radio of course, rock. I prevail, but fuck you, I prevail. Because um, <laughs> they probably already fucking heard of them. Yeah, they did. Hold on. I have a couple. You better hurry up because my brain is swelling. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck right, you guys. Go, spout them off. Go, go, spout go, them go. off. I see stars. Mm. Bro, I see where you're coming you're from. Gonna get the, you're going to get you're gonna you're gonna have to send that to me because I don't know part. that I, I've heard it. You're going to get a Oh, wait, I do have it right here. Piece. Slaves. Okay. Oh, okay. love me some slaves. Yep. Slaves yep. is another one. Yeah. Um. You, you said four. I mean, bad omens, issues. Um, Wage War is another great one. Do you remember Woven War? They're too heavy. No, they're not. They don't. Bro, have... they were heavy as fuck. Okay, so Woven War was the members of As They Lay Dying's yep. band after Tim went yep. to prison. They did not have unclean vocals, bro. Oh fuck! I know the other band. What? Now I'm forgetting their name, but you are love you shitting them. me? We both love them. What? Uh, inside my head, who is that? Oh, until I wake. Boom. Absolutely. That's yes. a perfect one. Yep. Bro, Micah Relocate could be another one. Yeah, Tyler. that could be. Yep. Yes. Yes, it could. Mm-hmm. I love them. I love Micah Relocate. That could be another yep. one. Bless the Fall could be one. But, well, a lot of girls, like, and I know this isn't directed toward women. It needs just, to be because we yeah. need more female listeners. Yeah. Um, Shout out Spirit Box. But I know a lot of <laughs> girls that I went to school with that were way into Bless, Bless the, the fall. fall. Yep. Christian. Metalcore with a, a, a falsetto. I didn't know they were Christian, but type. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they had, of course, Pierce the Veil. Pierce the Veil. That's enough. Yeah, Pierce the Veil got some heavy shit, bro. Yeah. Give up, give up. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, it's like that. Uh, yeah. There's going to be bands that what we about, forget to mention. All right, all right, all right. Hear me out on this one. It's a bridge band. Black Veil Brides? Somewhat. You get, some unclean vocals. you get some unclean vocals. Yep. You're going to get those fans of Marilyn Manson, yeah. of yep. um, shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but with yep. really, they're like thrash, thrash yeah. metal. I mean, yeah. but with some unclean vocals. But they're they're emo, right? right. It's, it's it's a scene thing. I did mm. say I prevail, but I said fuck them, right? No, but they are a great example. Yeah. Yep. Listen, I'm gonna I'm not straying from this topic because I want to keep going. I kind of feel like a hypocrite for loving Wage War but hating I Prevail. Kinda, yep. Now there is yep. some I Prevail songs that I really like: Hurricane, Gasoline, Gasoline. Yep. They do, but I just feel like they keep doing the same thing. Not that they're not doing a good job at it; they just do. Something. I think I was really jealous, uh, and this will run us off into something else. I was really jealous Tyler of them blowing up, blowing his. up after that uh, cover they did of the Taylor Swift song. Yeah, and I didn't want to fucking listen, listen to them ever again. Pop goes punk was some I know, shit. I know. So. But no, I, I, man, this is a fun conversation. So I've tried, I've done this, right? I've Tyler's got, fucking, his brain's swollen. Over I have here. got, he's scrolling. Um, I've gotten some people into um, the kind of music that I listen to. Um, and I probably went about it the wrong way. And what I mean by that is that I started with some of the heavier shit. Yeah. Like I you would go, dumbass. I, would play, I would play like Hearts Burst Into Fire by Bullet. It's some prettier parts. Um, 
Uh, so I would play some of the softer stuff from the heavier bands, but I think the mm. best way to do it is to play those bands in that middle ground. Um, but Wage War, I can tell you right now, is not in that metal, middle ground. Metal ground. Middle ground, they are straight-up metalcore. They just have some really pretty songs. It's because of Cody, bro. I yeah. mean, Oh, it just girls. pipes. Why am I thinking, because I associate girls with soft, and that's completely wrong. That's sexist, uh, but like, bro. So, yeah, that's horrible of me, but... Bro, yeah, because of the softer, prettier chorus, the softer, prettiest chorus, prettier choruses, excuse me, bourbon's got me talking. Um, yeah, yeah, Wage War's a very good example. So I'm going to say, say, look, a day to remember. Mm-hmm. Why the fuck didn't That's I miss I'm going to say, Absolutely. look, look, they fucking jam. And then uh, I'm gonna say oh Deftones. Yes. Yes. Oh yeah. Um, Is that where you said I was gonna hate you? No. Okay. Because I no. like Deftones. Just I'm not in love with Deftones. Look. I, look. I like look. Deftones. The word alive. Yeah. The world alive. Yeah. The word alive. Did you say world? The world alive is a band. Yes. It is. But no, the word. That's fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> word alive. The world alive. <laughs> um. Fuck, you're opening up a whole what, new I'm trying to think. True, true North. Yeah, True North. But I don't know if they do heavier shit. Look, Sayosin. Yep, yeah. Sayosin, yep, yep. That that self-titled album. Yep. What still about to this day. I was going to say Secrets. Yeah. Fuck you, motherfuckers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Secrets. <laughs> secrets, absolutely. Oh, what else? Thousand oh, Below. Thousand, thousand Below. below. Fuck. Yep. <laughs> These are what we call gateway bands. Yes. Okay, so yep. yes. For people, oh man! For people who you are guys have already named off so many that yep, bro, we've named like thirty bands that would be like. That's what's great. That's about why maybe a little popular. bit of uh, the plot in you, dude. Yes, <laughs> hell yeah, <laughs> yes. Yep. Um, there's an uh, son of a bitch. Um, go ahead. I'll think of it in a minute. I there, had it. I, I have like it. four bands that are right here, but I can't remember. Who I'm thinking of. Dude, Until I Wake <laughs> is a great one. Yeah, I, yeah. I, Dude, I would say Novelist. Uh, because mm, they don't stream if, that much. If you played 512 AM. And they got so yes. fucking pretty, such yeah. pretty shit. Or, um, uh, all shit. Not Head Rush. No, oh God, I love Head Rush. Uh, the Blue? Or Into the Blue? or Deep Blue. Deep Blue. Monument's last album. Mm. Nah, maybe because of Andy. Maybe. Just because of the vocals, just man. Just yeah. Andy. He yeah. does some flowy, pretty shit. That would shit. be one of the later ones that you showed them. Yeah, yeah. You would like, all right, I need the you The first to get one you this. show them is like Slaves, right? I mean, that's kind of what you... There's a, there's a path. Until okay? I Wake. There is right. Until I Wake path, is yeah. a great one. To sh- but they got some shit that's... I yeah, mean, they do. Yeah. Right. Uh, there is a path. Bro, there's so many bands that there were not even... We oh, haven't even we, 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 we've scratched the surface of this yes. topic. Look, look, Derek's listening to this episode, hearing one band pause. Listen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to have a fucking stroke <laughs> trying to listen to three this. Days listen you know to this what? A little bit, little bit of a hot take here. Now, I understand this may not be the most popular band, but Breathing Theory. Yeah. Breathing Theory. Yep. What? Okay, you said something that tipped me off. What about uh, Breathe Carolina? I haven't listened to them in God knows how long. I've never heard of them. Okay. Yeah, I remember them you being guys popular got back shit in the to day. Send me. Yep. You guys sent me Falling uh, in Reverse? Yep, yep. Because Yeah, Shaylin, Sean's wife is a big fan of dude. 
Well, not Ryan even Radke, Doom, but Falling, falling in, reverse. in Reverse. Yeah. Yeah, Falling in Reverse would be another one, because they do a little bit of rap. They do a little bit of metalcore. They do a little bit of, like, punk pop. Yep. They do a little bit of everything. That'd be another good one. Brothers. There is... <laughs> of course, you fucking... This was off the cuff, and you're rolling through your phone. Because I can't remember band names yeah, bro, or I have a, my song names up on a or anything. Right now, my guy. I'm so terrible at it. Hold the fuck on. He said, I'm so terrible if at it. If I knew I could get he my said, phone out. If, uh, if I knew I had a cheat sheet. Oh, you got a cheat sheet. I'm the only one that doesn't have a cheat sheet. Y'all... You know uh, what? Hey, hold hey, on. Caskets. I got caskets. caskets. I got one for you. Their new song. Slash. This is kind of obvious, but maybe not. Fucking show them Spirit Box. Yeah, yeah, dude. Absolutely, dude. I pulled up to my grandma's house to pick Spirit up my Box, kids, bro. and I was blaring Spirit Box. Show and here's Secret this Garden chick one singing, time. and there's was this the girl circle with next door to grandma's house. <sighs> And she is like giving me this odd look, and I felt like getting out of the car and just looking at her and saying, Spirit Box, look it up. <laughs> that is the coolest name for a Show them Secret Garden and just walk away. You know the other one we didn't mention? And you're going to be like, oh, duh. Mood Ring. Oh! You show a Mood Ring, they'll fucking melt. What about, um... Hold on. He hold said, hold on. on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. This is this might be one of the best topics we've ever had on the screaming. It, it show. sparked with me when he said that, bro. Dude, Spirit Box would be perfect. Yes, my wife's into Spirit Box. Bro, Sydney is into a lot of heavy bands. She fell days. into Dance Gavin Dance when we started. There's one. Event. Fell in love. There's one. Yes, because of Tillian, but maybe the all over the placeness but of But you their disagree stuff. with me on I See Stars. Yeah, but they're not Day like Seeker. all over the place. Dayseeker. Oh yeah, the Dayseeker. Fuck, we forgot about There's them. There's one. Yep. Uh, hold on. <laughs> it's yeah, the the way you should have proposed this. How do we get somebody from Chevelle to Lorna Shore? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Slaughter to prevail. <laughs> how do we get people to hear? How do I make you like this? How do I make you like Deathcore? <laughs> oh, bro, hold on. Oh, that's Tyler perfect. mentioned a great one, Beartooth, because of their Beartooth's poppy, perfect because of their yep. poppy courses. Beartooth's perfect. I still yep. think Wage War's perfect. Yeah, I, oh, you start yeah. them off on pressure, and then you take yep. them back to yep. blueprints. Then you take yep. them to manic. Then you take them to dead weight. Yep. You do. Um, Tyler, you missed it because uh, you were draining the main vein. Um, we said Dayseeker. Yeah. Duh. Yeah. Yeah. Dayseeker, that would be great, bro. The not? Sleep Talk Look. album fucking changed my life. Oh, Sleep Talk it was so crap. amazing. Oh. Drunk driving, and that was another one where I came in on that oh, album yeah. and then had to go or back. Drunk, yeah, yeah. Um, here's another one we drunk, haven't drunk mentioned, driving. and <laughs> I think it's because they do a lot of screaming, but Wolves at the Gate. Oh yes. Look, yes. look, 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 I'll be blaring Open some, the gate hey, for hey, wait, them, baby. Wait, 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 shut up. I'll be <laughs> blaring some wolves at the gate, rolling up to an appointment, knowing damn well it's some fucking 80, 90 year old couple, and they're probably going to be like, he's listening to the devil's music. And I'm like, they're talking about and I'm just waiting music. for them to say something because they are, they are the most obvious Gospel, Christian, Christian yes. metalcore yep. band. Yep. And 
they're basically just preaching the fucking Bible. When they are. They are. Yeah. My but favorite like song s- by them is Lowborn. Low it's about the birth of Christ. Sweet. Yep. It's about the birth of Christ. Yep. It is. Look, Wolves at the Gate is one of the most passionate fucking bands I've they, ever listened to. Shout out fucking Wolves at the Gate from Cedarville, Ohio. Oh, Ohio, go Let's go. So, dude. I will fucking put Ohio Metalcore up against fucking anybody in the world. Dude, so me. many bands uh, come out of Ohio. Ohio. up against Australia Metalcore. Okay. All right. okay. <laughs> hey, we're talking about one state we're versus about, the rest uh, of the state. We're talking he about said the anybody US, in the world, okay, bro. Okay, he so didn't say right, I did. Anybody, I did. I did. Yeah. Anybody okay. in the United States. Okay, well, look. Look, if we're talking about no, Australia, there's there's a few states over them there. So we're talking on a state level, not, not on a nation <laughs> level. Nuts, they got to make them suffer and Polaris, bro. Yeah. <laughs> but are they in the same state? Who are state? taking over the no. fucking planet? So, dude, Wolves is... Look, their uh, their album. I gotta pull it up. It's Eulogies? got the Eulogies? slaves on it. Um, oh, the oh, does it have uh, it's, the green? The it's got like the green circle, lime green circle. Yeah, where is it? Wolves at the gate. Has Wolves yeah. ever captors? Captors. This album is fan fucking tastic, and it is like their second album, and. It's just been banger after banger after banger after banger of an album. Lowborn. I got hits. one that may be tough, and I want to see if you guys agree. I fucking love Wolves. But if Gates. we go ahead, say if we showed that group of people this album too, bro. Types and Shadows. <sighs> yeah. If we showed that group of people, Dark Divine. Ooh. Nowhere left I to bet- sink made them blow up. And that's soft, right softer, here, bro. Oh. dude. I think I think Moss. Let, let me see that. If you Moss, showed them Dark if you Divine, them Dark Divine. <clears throat> yep, I, I bro, do. Bro, you could show them uh, Return off of this yes, album. Yes, Return is oh, bad Lord, 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 <laughs> oh, right, Lord so Jesus. Episode two, season three is going to be Wolves at the Gate. So <laughs> Jesus, listen. I told I told my wife. I, or my fiance, I keep saying she's my wife. It's we we haven't said I do yet, but that's my fucking wife. That's my baby mama. Shout out Cheyenne, I love you, baby girl. Um, so I showed Cheyenne Wolves and I said, babe, if this was the music that they played at your church, I'd be there every Sunday. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but unfortunately for you, they don't. <laughs> so, um, so my Sunday mornings are free. My Sunday mornings <laughs> holding are free. absence. Oh man, that's a good one too. Getting people into this music, they scream. They got some parts they, where he gets they, up. No, I know. Heavy. Well, I, that's what I'm saying. Is like, well, we talked about motionless. I feel you said somebody There's before some holding absence. Bands that we you mentioned. said holding out. You said somebody before holding absence. Say it again. We were still talking about wolves. Uh, let me get back. Oh, uh, shit. Well, I mentioned malls, dark divine. Yes. So you could even go and show them something. You could go and show them. Um, uh. G- give me, the, give me your, show me, uh, no eternity in gold. Ah, uh, hold on. Um, not burning water, drowning flames. Uh, killing what's underneath. Yeah, yeah, you, you could. can show them killing yep. what's underneath. Yep, yep. And mm-hmm. yeah. So moths might be one. I hope the listeners Dude, of mice and men restoring force. I yes. hope we gave yeah. a whole lot Boom. of people. There you go. Boom. What is restoring it? force? Yeah. Yep. Another you is probably the oh, that song the the number amazing. one influence for me to get into metalcore. Yep. Because I heard that song and that's what got me into more of mm-hmm. like uh of Mice and Men. 
And then when I got into more of Mice and Men, I started getting into the more, flood and, you know, yeah. more, you know, other metalcore shit. Then I ran into you guys and got more metalcore. Previous to that, the closest thing to metalcore I really listened to was like Under Oath. That's metalcore. Um, it's just old yeah, metalcore. it's just yeah. old metalcore. Yeah. So I had listened to metalcore before. I just didn't listen to it on a regular right, basis. You didn't realize I that. To heavy I'm shit. Tickle, I just didn't listen to it I'm going to tickle Tyler's basis. fancy. When you think about, we, we talked about some of the bands that you would show them first, right? Like Slaves, yeah. like Until I Wake. Yep. Artists in the Ambulance. Yep. Yep. I'm, I quit. I'm yep. sorry. I didn't mean to throw yep. that at you. That, uh, yeah. I mean, like, if you show <sighs> them, if you show them of art, because it has screams. Yep. I mean, that album is unclean yep. vocals. And heavy guitar tones. What and was interesting super about that album is prior to that they were very punk, yes. like yeah. punk, yes. almost yeah. kind of har- hardcore, hardcore, yeah. floating in that realm because he screamed. It was it was a the very punk in the sound. ambulance is more hard, like it melodic, was very hardcore. riffy, and and honestly, their their lead, main guitarist he is super influenced by Metallica, so he's very mm-hmm. riffy in the way yep. that he plays. Yep. And then Artists in the Ambulance came on, and they went more for that, like, more, like, metal-ish sound. Melodic hardcore is yeah. what I think of it as. It's, it's, it's that gateway from hardcore to metalcore. Yeah. And it's fantastic. Yeah. You so know what? That's an album that I would show somebody, like, bro, you want to get into metalcore? And you, you, go. you guys might look at me crazy for a second <clears throat> and be like, oh, oh, yeah, you're right. You bit. Well, now, wait a minute. <laughs> Kill switch because of their courses into heartache my curse people fall in fucking love with those courses okay so if somebody is a fan of god's lincoln park benjamin lincoln park chevelle uh rise against yep and they hear the riff to my curse they're gonna be like okay and then they hear that fucking chorus but then they hear the screaming they're like man he's then they're like, oh, it's kind of bouncing. Then they hear the yeah. chorus, and they're like, okay. You, I did I'm exactly going? what you said. See I was where like, I'm wait going? a minute. Yep. Okay, but I would I would argue with you that if you showed them new Kill Switch, it would be even more so because Jesse's Ooh, vocals are prettier. Jesse's vocals are prettier. Yeah, but something about the, uh, this may not be a word. I'm on bourbon. Iconicness. <laughs> Iconicness. Uh, of like the end of heartache and my curse, I, I feel like that would do it. That's not terrible. What about what about Savage Hands? Ooh, we haven't listened to them in a while. I love Savage Hands. That's a good one because they're kind of in. They dwell in that in between. Yep. Um, man, when they dropped that that album, that one, uh, it's a black album cover. I can't think of what the album's called or the EP's called. I don't know if it's an EP or an album. I Uh, have the truth in your eyes, which is that white with. It looks like a mirror and rose petals or something. Yeah, that's a good one. No, there's a different one. Uh, Savage Hands would be a good one. See, you guys have cheat sheets. I'm coming up with this shit well, off the fucking once cuff. He started, once he started delving into his phone. I have to because I don't remember So shit. I do think that, like, tears don't fall, bullet. Like, you could. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Could, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about? Because I, when I was first meeting like Scotty and them, that that stuff yeah. kind of got me into more yep. of the heavier kind of music. What mm-hmm. about? I'm gonna venture, and I sent some of this in the in the group chat earlier this or last week. Uh, a couple songs off of from Death to, Death to Destiny, asking Alexandria, uh, moving yeah. on, yeah, that are more ballady, yeah, but like still have that metalcore vibe to it. 
Um, so you could show you could show them new asking Alexandria, but then you you could we go came back. as Romans, like older we came as Romans, like yep. what? Because of the shit Kyle sings. Uh, hold on, let me give examples. I should have known. Um, off of to plant a seed, or no, off of understanding what we've grown to be. What song am I thinking of? Um, I should have known. Uh, of course, I don't remember. What the fuck is that song called? A war inside, off of understanding what and then go show them daggers yeah shit. <laughs> draw the... um, i think the... we've named like 50 bands yeah that are or at least maybe not in their essence are gateway bands but have songs or albums right that are gateway pieces of music gateway drugs yes <laughs> marijuana qualmar papayon <laughs> I'm off the bourbon. Get you another bourbon. Bro, I've had two already, god damn it. <laughs> that person said, Jesus. <laughs> no, I think it's, it's, and it's an interesting topic of conversation because I feel like every girl that I've ever dated, I've always like done yes! my best to get them into metal, metal core specifically. Well, it's like, look, if, if we're driving somewhere, I'm sorry, I'm not listening to Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. I'm not listening to your country bullshit, yep. your radio country bullshit. Yep. I, I, Tyler Childers, you look, might be vibing though. Well, it depends because I don't love all of his stuff. <laughs> Go ahead. But like, you know, you're trying to find common ground with with people when when you first meet them, or you know, even look, even when I'm I'm in the car with my dad, we had my dad on on an episode and when he and i get in a car and and ride around together i'm trying to find things that like we can find common ground on to to listen to on a drive up to columbus because we're going to go hit guitar center or whatever just to fuck off for the day and it's like i'm trying to figure out what we can listen to that's just something we, we we can both enjoy but i it's my bluetooth you know, I'm connected, so fuck you, we're going off of my shit. <laughs> and you know, when it's when it comes to some of the you know, meet you know, hanging out with girls or whatever it is, you I'm trying that? to find shit that that they can enjoy um that that might get them more into what I'm listening to. Shit, my sister hit me up one day and was like, Hey, I'm trying to find some bands to listen to that uh that are more along the lines of like metal but not like straight screaming because they don't want to listen straight screamo yeah they don't want to listen to deathcore and stuff like that and like my sister i shared i shared wage war to her Mm -hmm. and she lost her fucking mind she was like i can't believe i i had never heard this before and i'm like i can't fucking believe you you hadn't either meanwhile i had only known him for like so, months. <laughs> so Cheyenne, so I, I'm always like, she has no choice. She listens to fucking mm-hmm. my shit. She doesn't have a choice because I drive everywhere we go together. And, you know, she always listens to pop or rap or radio country or, you know, whatever. And when the new Currents album dropped, I was, that was just all I listened to, right? And So Alone came on for the first time and she goes, what's this? And I'm like, Currents, the song's called So Alone. She goes, I love this. And I'm like, 
Yeah. He didn't even like that Jack Nicholson it. meme where he's going, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> excellent, excellent. <laughs> this old fucking 1960s movie villain. Like, yeah. So, like, there's just certain songs that, like, will catch somebody's ear and they're like, oh. And, but you know, it's weird. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, she likes So Alone. She'll love over and over. Yeah. She's like, yeah, I don't like it as much as So Alone. I'm like, the chorus is prettier and less metal Corey. Right. She goes, nope, I like So Alone better. And I'm like, hmm. Yeah. Okay. Just I was play, like, get, play Remember Me to her. I, yeah, she loves yeah. Remember Me too. Yep. So she just likes the Currents album. She just mm-hmm. thinks it's a great album. Um, and she loves uh, Boys of Fall. And, uh, oh, God, we've already said their name. I'm missing it. Uh, bad omens. Of mm-hmm. course, she. I mean, she loves bad omens. Every time she hears when she goes, "Oh, that's that's bad omens." Yeah, I'm like, yeah, uh, sure is. Yep. There's just certain bands that just really drive uh, that. That I don't want to use the word generic, but like it just meets everybody's ear, and it's it just it, it can catch so many um, different styles of music. And get everybody involved and, and interested in it. Yeah, I think I think a good example. It feels to me, and I could be reading it wrong, but it feels like Bad Omens did what I Prevail did, however many years ago. Except with original music, not with covers. Well, or I mean, of course, I Prevailed mainly blew. If I'm not mistaken, blew up because of that cover that they did. Um, but they had some. Some good catchy songs off their first album that people absolutely mm-hmm. loved. Yeah, um, but no, I'm glad we delved into that. No, that topic. was great. That was fun. That was fucking fantastic. Off the cuff. Yes, that's why I like this. This <clears throat> shit's just off the cuff. I mean, we just did like 45 minutes of content off the cuff. That's fantastic. And everybody listening's going, "Oh my god, that, why didn't I think of that?" Or here's another band that. And if you think, pause. Of yeah, yeah let us know if, if, you right, think of, if you think of another band that's like, oh, this will be a good gateway band. Fucking shoot it over to us on social media. I let love gateway drugs because I mean bands. Oh no, I like gateway bands too. So uh, if you if y'all think of something, send it over our way so we can fucking put that in our fucking memory bank because we're always recruiting. We're always out there recruiting people to the Metal Brotherhood. Have we talked new? Make them suffer. No. We did in did we? little bonus, bonus content. Yeah. Okay. You, you got something to say? You got something to say, dog? <sighs> I don't so, like that sigh. No. Not not in a bad way by okay. any means. Um, we talked about their move to sharp tone, basically, is what we really touched on. I'm kind of jealous of Make Them Suffer right now because I'm pretty sure they're taking Polaris's place. Not for me, yeah. but in the scene. <laughs> yeah. In the scene. Kinda. I'm pretty... And the reason I realized this, um, there's a YouTube channel that I watch religiously, and it's a reaction channel, and it's called The Breakdown with Nath and Johnny, and they're two Australian metalheads, and they're cool as fuck. Cool as fuck. Probably my favorite reaction show that I watch on YouTube. And they had both said in this video, I think it was within like a minute of the reaction video, a minute of the song. To the ghost of me? Of ghost of me. Yeah. And they had said, they're like, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. They're the best band in the world right now. And I, it may not be best band in the world or best metalcore band out right now. 
And I knew beforehand that Polaris was their favorite. Like, they're like me and you, where Polaris is up here, nobody touches them. Polaris, it's dog shit. And and <laughs> they had said something along the lines of, shout out, Nathan Johnny. Um, Not that they're listening, but shout out. Yeah, they might at some point, maybe one day. Uh, someday, they're the best band on the planet. Or someday, And, someday. dude, them boys are leveling up. So, I'll... At the end of that new Make Them Suffer song... With that, I think it's, I believe it's a new chick in the band. It is a new chick, I think. Holy shit. Um, Alright, so I'm going to tell you right now. I listen to a whole lot more Make Them Suffer than I do Polaris. Right now. More relevant right now, though? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, it goes back to the relevancy conversation mm-hmm. we've had. But they are so different. They are. And they're, they're so... Fucking aggressive. I love aggression. Mm-hmm. And now I, I think make them suffer is more deathcore than they are metalcore. Yeah, they're they're definitely they're more they're way more deathcore yeah. than they are metalcore. Yeah. And I love deathcore. Over the past probably six to nine months, I have really become a big time deathcore fan. And because I love Lorna Shore, I love Slaughter to Prevail, I love Dying Wish. I, I mean just been really getting into that shit. Um, and I make them suffer just does something for me that there's nobody else out there doing right now. And y'all know that currents is my number one right now. I mm-hmm. love currents, but make them suffer just does something so different. And that's the first band that's ever made me like synth. Okay. Keyboard. Okay. Yep. EDM, whatever you want to call it. That's I think the, the f- chick in the video plays a guitar. She does play a guitar. Yeah. So. That's the first time that I'm ever like, and she screams too, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, like real and good too. He sung for the first time, kind of. Yeah, I mean it was a different kind of yeah singing, scream but, singing. Yeah, uh, Sharp Tones getting in boys right, boys and girl right. So I, I, I have to agree. I think that they are kind of <clears throat> taking over. Them and Currents right now are the biggest names in the game right now. I mean they are fucking dominating. Yep. All of the, I mean, everything you see on yep. social media, yep. the, the most talk that you see about bands right now is about MTS and, oh, sorry, you hate acronyms. I was supposed to send you an acronym sheet, my bad, about Make Them Suffer and Currents. At, yep. Tyler, go ahead, buddy. I have really nothing else to add to the, the topic. I mean... You haven't talked about it much. How do you feel you about You missed them? the bonus content, Connor. Look, oh, I, 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 I do really enjoy Make Them Suffer. I hate to admit it, but maybe you are right that they are kind of taking Polaris' spot because for right now, they are, for right now because please Pol- Polaris, both save of me. them are these bands save that me. are really heavy metalcore, very aggressive. Um, but Polaris is kind of on the back burner because they aren't very relevant at the moment. There's there's nothing new out there. I would probably give my left nut for a new Polaris album. Oh my yeah, God, wouldn't we all? Yeah, but um, and it's coming. We know it's coming. It's just we hope it's coming. Yeah, we hope. No, we know that it is. They're, they're in, in the, the studio, studio right? Are now. they right now? Yeah, yeah, they're in the studio. Oh, thank Jesus. Yeah, right. But, Which um, means we'll get an album in twenty twenty four. Yep, <laughs> and that's fine. That's fine because we know it's coming. Just It'll make it worth the wait. You know, I'll, I can hold out for another year and but. Thank God, make them suffer. Bands like make them suffer, fill in the void. Mm-hmm. 
moths, currents. Yeah, I don't want it's all almost, my favorite It's almost bands. unfair to bands like Make Them Suffer because, you know, maybe if right now Polaris had a new album out, would Make Them Suffer be getting the, the attention they're getting right now? Or is it that Make Them Suffer well, is just funny filling in a void? I was about to say. So I think that... I'm sorry, Preston, go ahead. No, it's it's really quick. I was about to say, I'm glad that all my favorite bands don't release their album in the same year. Yeah, same. Yeah. I think that, that would make be a th- tough year, man. Yeah. I yeah. think that I struggled with Currents coming out like right after I was really diving into Invent. the anime yeah. album. Yep. Because, okay. yeah. So I struggle with that because those are two absolutely bonkers albums. Yeah, those albums are great. They're incredible. So, I admit, I, I talked a lot of shit about Invent Anime, and then I listened to the album. And then album. they went with that UNFD. That new album is good, bro. <laughs> then they got with UNFD. Yes, so, bro, that new um, album is legit. So Make Them Suffer, I think. So you talked about, are they just filling a void, or are they great? They're great. And what I'm when I when I say they're great is because they are totally different than Polaris. Oh, yeah. They are, yeah. Um, they fill a void in the sense of, Polaris doesn't give me this, but Make Them Suffer does. Make Them Suffer doesn't give me this, but Polaris yep. does. Yep. Currents gives me they something that neither one of them do. They yep. absolutely complement each other. Bleed From Within gives me something that there's none of moths. them do. Exactly. That, so when yep. I think of my you know my Mount Rushmore of metalcore slash deathcore bands right now, it's it's Currents, it's Make Them Suffer, it's Bleed From Within, it's Moths, it's it's Polaris. Those are sprinkle in monuments. No. Okay. No. Okay. They, uh, I love monuments. There. Love monuments. They are not on that level. Okay. Neither is Holofront, and I love Holofront. Yeah, we both love. Um, well, you do, you as well. Mm-hmm. So, but the, be, because all of those bands that I just named, they all con- and you know I love Era too. I still can't yep. put them on that Mount Rushmore. They the, all those bands I named complement each other so much they give me something that the other does not, and. I'm getting new music from them at different times. Like we got that bleed from within, or we got the death of me, right? Then we got that bleed from within era. album. Era then bleed from within. And I thought Pretty the era sure. album was after the bleed from within album, or at the right. Anyways, the I think the point you're making that maybe maybe not the point you're making, but what you if may era not had be a realizing better, if era had a better unclean vocalist. Well, you had mentioned you had mentioned like era's not on your Mount Rushmore, but when that album Just dropped, the they were. Oh, for when sure. that album dropped, they relevancy were. thing. Relevancy. It's to... all about relevancy. It is all about relevancy. And 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 again, I hate to, I hate to um, bash Era in any way. But and Jake Perkins is listening to this right now, going, bro, really? Because he loves JT from what from up, Jake? Era. Yeah, he um, does. If they had a better screamer, yep. And he's made a shit ton of progress by all means. Oh, he's gotten way better. Yeah, he ain't Jamie. No. He ain't dude from Make Them Suffer. He's not. He's not Brian, Brian from, Currents. from Currents. Yep. Like, it's just, yep. he's just not. And that's yep. okay. Yep. It's not that he's not good. Dude's got two screams. Mm-hmm. That's it. He's got two pitches. Yep. And it, Jesse is. He's that band. Bro, he is. He drives ins- that band, bro. He is insane. I'd almost venture to say that I like his riffs better than Polaris. I don't, but I see where you're coming from. Oh, I said almost. I think yep. they're they're right here for yep. me. But make them suffer as riffy as fuck, mm-hmm. and it's a one guitar, and it's outfit. different. It is a different style. But that dude riff. riffs the whole yep. time. Yep. He rips the whole. Go listen to Contraband. Yep. If you if you're not a make them suffer <clears throat> fan, go actually. I would say go listen to Hollowed Heart first. Mm-hmm. Tyler's eyebrows just raised because he loves Hollowed Heart. 
go listen to Hollowed Heart and then go listen to Contraband and just like listen to like an isolated guitar track or a playthrough of those two songs mm-hmm. and you'd be like, Am I just listening to like Misha or like Holly <laughs> Steele? Like because yep. it sounds like he's just this solo artist that just happens to play yep. tracks for a band. No, he just riffs. Like so there's 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 those Mount Rushmore bands right now that just absolutely do it for me. So Tyler, to answer your question, you know, no, I, they're filling a void in the sense of they give me something that Polaris doesn't, and it's not like when Polaris drops something new, I'm not going to be a make them suffer fan anymore. Right. That's fair. Makes sense. I guess the point I was trying to make is not so much, you know, are they bad or anything, but it's like. I feel like if Polaris had recently dropped an album, they would overshadow what Make mm-hmm. Them Suffer has they would. been doing mm-hmm. and For would take away how much they have succeeded just in the last year or so. They've capitalized on, I think, a dead period in Australian metalcore. They, that's what I'm thinking. Uh, that, and that's what I'm thinking. It's like, now's our time to show everybody how great we are. Exactly. And that's probably why Sharp Tone was like, hey, you, come here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You, hey, you with the face. Yeah, we've been watching Mare. you for a while. We won't, yeah, you come here. Mare. You guys are yep. fucking gnarly. Rise Records sucks. Get your ass over here. Yep. Um, and 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 you you mean to tell me that those dudes don't talk to Jamie or you know whoever they from Polaris? Together. Guarantee you they do. They talk all the time. And Polaris probably went to Sharptone and was like, "Yo, yep, these dudes fucking rip." Yep. You know. Yep. You've got to bring these guys away from Rise. Get them on an yep. independent label. Let them be creative. Let them do their thing. They have toured together, and they're uh, that's a perfect pairing to tour together. By the way, yeah. I mean Jesus, that'd be a dope ass show. <laughs> put bleed on that with them. Put ble- yeah, have different. Oh, to switch it up a bit. You could put currents on that ticket too. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, currents and moths and somebody else are on currents, moths, and Is oh it my an god. Event? It no. is Invent. Yes, it is. It is Invent. Okay. You were talking about a show. Shit. That'd be fucking nuts. As long as that singer from Invent is doing better. We've talked about that yeah, we have talked about that. Well, that was a great conversation. I do want to dive into, because it's been a minute, and Tyler said he had something. Mm-hmm. Are, are we good on that? Is there anything I else think you guys want to add on that? I think we're good. We've really been getting tonight. So We got... We got starting Andy. off... Season three, good or hell. You got a hell of a holler on you, brother. (laughs) So, we haven't done it in a while, so we're going to get into heavy metal hot takes. And I should just say heavy metal hot take. Because I don't have one. I don't think Preston has one. But Tyler said he's got got a pretty good one for us. And you you, you alluded to it earlier, but I already forget what it was. So, I'm going to let you with me. It's almost a, a heavy metal hot take. It's almost, you know, what have you been listening to lately? So kind of combining the two topics. Um, it, it may take me a second to really arrive at the point, but, you know, we, we've talked about on this show, we had the one heavy metal hot take, which was, you know, metal fans are all devil worshippers, uneducated, mm-hmm. fucking stupid ass people and shit like that i remember when i bought my first pentagram t-shirt <laughs> remember when um, I off my dinosaur. but we've also had conversations like with Derek, where it's like you know metal has been the soundtrack of our life mm-hmm. and you know it kind of made me think of a, a point of discussion where 
people in general are very judgmental towards anything that's not what they're doing or what they believe. And, you know, people will look at the type of music we listen to and, and look at us and, and feel some sort of way about us and make assumptions about us. And honestly, we kind of do the same thing towards people that might be listening to, you know, mainstream music, pop, mainstream country, hip hop, rap, whatever it is. But, you know, at the end of the day, we're all going through some shit. Everybody, every day is, is dealing with their own issues and it is said a lot not to not to be so judgmental and, and be more kind to others just because you don't know what other people are going through. And, you know, some, I've also mentioned on this show where it's almost it's almost hard for me to show some people outside of my close friend group what I'm listening to because you can really tell a lot about a person and what they might be dealing with based on the type of music they listen to. And I'm almost self-conscious about sharing some of the music I listen to because it really does portray some of the deeper shit that I deal with. And I think just in general in music, people are just way too fucking judgmental. There's no reason for it. I think we ourselves have kind of, you know, we talk shit about, radio core we talk shit about you know different styles of music that you know is we we think is lesser than what we listen to um but we've also discussed you know had conversation around why people listen to more mainstream stuff and it's because the general populace doesn't really listen deep into music but music in general for the human race for hundreds of years has been an escape for us, a way for us to deal with the shit that we're dealing with in our lives. And I, I would say that, you know, maybe it's, it's just a society issue or a cultural issue, but people are very close minded to these things. I know I tend to be, I'm sure you guys tend to be, and I know I'm self-conscious about, sharing these things that I listen to because it is kind of a, a pretty easy telltale. Like I, I was talking about me against myself and stuff like that, that I listen to that really almost brings me down to my fucking knees listening to some of this music because of what it does to me. And you know, one, I, I don't want to get too personal. I don't want to get too kind of, in depth, but like, I guess the, the hot take portion of it is what is your take on, you know, the, the judgmental attitude of people as listeners within the music industry, whatever it is, what's your take on that? And then what have you been listening to lately that is kind of speaking towards the quote unquote soundtrack of your life right now. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to frame this as it's a problem and it's got to be negated because I'm guilty of it when it comes to being judgmental 
about what people listen to on a daily basis. Um, I'm into rap, I'm into hip-hop, and there's a lot of newer shit that I don't vibe with whatsoever, but some people do. And who am I, regardless of what those rappers or whoever, and that's just one genre, um, we could talk about radio country or whatever else if we wanted to, who am I to say you shouldn't, or to act as if, you shouldn't be listening to that. Right, because it's even like some of this mumble rap shit that we talk about or talk shit about, maybe not on the show, but kind of in our personal conversations. But it's like people people will listen to that kind of music <clears throat> and, and talk about how it, it affects their lives. And it's in terms of, look, I deal with shit all day, every day, and I want to escape from that and just kind of live in a, in a party or whatever it is mm-hmm. for the duration of this song. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think, I think there's a lot of shit that comes back at us. Like, why do you listen to such angry music? Why do you listen to shit, you know, risk cutting mm-hmm. music and shit like that? Cause mm-hmm. Hey man, I'm an emo fan. <laughs> you know what right. I mean? So I, I mean, your, your take on that. And then like, what are you listening to lately? That's really kind of setting the tone, you know, what, what's creating that, that soundtrack of your life here recently? I could delve into so much stuff, but it would take so long. Um, but like I said, the, the main gist of it is who am I to tell you what you should and shouldn't be listened to? Like you're more than welcome to like whatever the fuck you want to like. Um, and you're right. And, to a piece where we shouldn't be judging people based off what they listen to, even if it's not something that resonates with us. Even if it is Avenged Sevenfold. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> good on you if you like it, you like it. Even though we just sat here and bashed it for 30 minutes. like, um, And I see where you're coming from, <clears throat> and I guess what I've been to listening to lately, and I don't know that it, it ties in with the soundtrack of my life or anything like that. But like one album and it took me quite a bit to get into. And I think I mentioned it on the last episode was I do like the new devil wears Prada album. Something about it is refreshing to me. Um, and there's some damn good fucking songs on that album. Uh, salt cancer. Those are the softer ones. Uh, noise reaching, that's off the deluxe version, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and then lately, I've been delving back into Chevelle. <sighs> Any particular reason around those choices? or I don't... It's not due to experiences or anything like that, but it's just something at this time frame in my day-to-day that it's it's got me out of this mundane feel. We've talked about it. And I think I mentioned it on the last show as well, just this mundane feel of metalcore where it's been just a refreshing piece for me to not be pissed off at music right now, Um, but just something that's refreshing for me right now that will allow me to get back into more metalcore, which is what I I prefer. Yeah, I think... You know, maybe how that may translate in, into life is, mm-hmm. you know, because you and I work together, 
bro, jobs get mundane. Yeah. The yep. the day to day with having a having a kid, you know, the home life, the work life, all this stuff going on is like the same, you know, rinse and repeat day mm-hmm. in, day out. And sometimes it's nice to have something refreshing, something different about the day. Yep. To just keep you going. Yeah. I don't know how much how much oh, of that. I heard you, it all. That's why okay. I left the door open. Okay. <sighs> Kyler, I know you, I know you love these kind of conversations. Yeah, don't cry. No, 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 not, not at all. I'm not emotional at all. I'm more embarrassed. And the reason mm. is, how many times have I said this? A man has to know his limitations, mm-hmm. and a man has to admit when he's wrong. Yep. And I am that metal elitist. I am a gatekeeper. <laughs> I am judgmental. Let about, it out about mu- no, Boomer I, I'm I'm judgmental <laughs> about about people's music choices, unfairly so, and doesn't make it right at all. Yeah, and yeah, I get in arguments with people on social media when they're like, "Oh well, I prevail is metalcore," and I'm like, "No, the fuck, they're not. They're post hardcore and they suck," and I'm like. Do they really? You know, probably not. Yeah. No, I've listened to them. They don't. They just don't take on my fancy. Yeah. That doesn't mean that they don't do it for them. You yep. know, I, I know that it's wrong of me to be that metal elitist and that, that gatekeeper in that you're not allowed in the fucking club. If you don't listen to slaughter to prevail yeah. or something like that. Yeah. But I have those tendencies right, wrong, or indifferent. And no one hates each other more than metalheads. It's weird. It is. We really all fucking hate weird. each other. It's weird, when dude. It, I mean, the three of us are very similar yeah. in a lot of ways. But, you know, the the people that listen to the Sleep Tokens, the, the I Prevails, the Ice Nine Kills, the... Amity. Amity, Bring Me the Horizon, the, all that shit, they don't like people like us that listen to the Polaris and the Currents and the Make Them Suffers and the shit like that. It's just... And it doesn't make it right, mm-hmm. but it's just... God, I feel like it's just the way we've been bred when it comes to music, mm. and I, I'm I'm horrible about it, and I try not to be, and I always, you know, I always try to keep an open mind about shit, but I I have the tendency to be that metal elitist that's like, nah, dude, that ain't metal, you ain't metal, yep. fuck that shit, and that's wrong of me to be that way. I'm curious to know if other genre, like music listeners of other genres, are like that. Country, <clears throat> there's yeah. there's this yeah. big divide between the mainstream country and the underground country. underground country. Yeah. There's people that are like, "Oh, I like the old style country," and I'm like, just well, like you with hip hop, Preston. I can speak to that from the country yeah. standpoint. That. Now, I don't get involved in that because I'm not as passionate about country as I am about metal. I listen to country because I just enjoy it sometimes. Yeah. I listen to metal because I'm in love with it, literally. Yeah. yeah. I'm not in love with country music. I'm right. in love with metal music. I like country, but I watch people argue back and forth well, about, well, fucking Jason Aldean ain't fucking Sturgill Simpson. It's yeah. like, so I get it. What from an outsider perspective, I'm like, well, they do it too, and I, I wonder if you know now rap and hip hop. I have no fucking point of reference. All that shit can go straight to fucking hell. I mean, I would <laughs> say I'm guilty of that in regards to rap and hip hop because 
I'll listen to it J. All Cole sucks to me. all day long. It's and just then this new fast. shit that's out, I cannot fucking stand. Some people it's, like it, some people love it. John Moran pulling out a gun it. on Instagram. Yeah, that right. ain't me, bro. Like, right. Like, you want to prove, prove how fucking cool you are, how hard you are? Suck my dick. Yeah. So, it's like, that, that shit to me is so out. But, like, it's like pop music. I try to understand people that listen to different genres of music and I'm like, I don't, I don't get why you like mm-hmm. this, but you said it's like, well, people listen to what we listen to. Like, Oh, you just want to kill yourself or kill other people or you're so violent and aggressive. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why don't you Google the lyrics and tell me yeah. that again? Yeah. Cause it's not like, it's not, but it's just people don't understand what someone else enjoys. And you know, but you don't see metalheads going after people that listen to pop or hip hop or R and B or country. They're going after their go own after each kind. other. After we cannibalize the fuck out of each other. Yep. And yep. I'm just as guilty of it as anybody else. Y'all go see my TikTok. Look at my comment section. I'm going after people all the goddamn time. Well, people they come after me, <laughs> and then I go back at them. Or I post a video making fun of I prevail or something, and then people come at me in the comments, and I go back at them. But I'm guilty about cannibalizing metal, other metal yeah. fans too. And it's not right, mm-hmm. but it's just what I do. And it's just what a lot of people do. And I'm not as bad as some other people that yeah. I see where they're straight up like, you are a fucking idiot. I'll never call somebody a fucking idiot for liking something. I might poke fun at you. Mm-hmm. But I've also said on the show multiple times, like everyone is entitled to their own opinion. It is all subjective. Mm-hmm. It's all, <clears throat> we, we, and I've said this so many times to people, music is, we all interpret and appreciate music differently, and that's what makes it great. Yep. In the sense of metal, it is all different. We all appreciate it and interpret it and hear it differently, mm-hmm. and that's what makes it so great. But you know, I I have to be better about not cannibalizing the rest of our our fan base um, when it comes to the bands or the t- style of metal that they enjoy because it's all different and they all have their, their, their traits that certain people like more than others. And just because I like the more aggressive shit or the more melodic shit, whatever it might be, doesn't mean that something that's the opposite of that, but it's still in the metal umbrella. Mm-hmm. Isn't good. It just doesn't speak to me personally as much. So you asked your other piece was you know how's that tie into the soundtrack of your life at the at the moment and what you're listening to? Oh shit's been tough lately, bro. Sick kid at home, really sick kid at home. Um, you know, just going through some shit with with that and a lot of stress. So it's been the aggressive shit. It's been make them suffer. It's been. Uh, bleed from within um i have dove back into it's kind of what sparked this conversation today i've dove back into old wage war um so a lot of the uh when i'm upset and i'm going through shit i don't listen to sad stuff as much as i used to i listen to the aggressive shit Mm -hmm. um why is that you know because maybe it's a it's backpedaling a little bit and it's it's not growth it's regressing um, I don't like to let myself feel pain as much anymore because when I listen to the aggressive shit, it just lets me get it out. It gets it out quicker. 
I don't I don't let it fester when I listen to bro. I listened to Doom Switch today, make them suffer, and I'm just like. I was coming back from the doctor's office after them telling me my son's got another ear infection and he's got asthma. And I'm like, I fucking hate my life, bro. I want to suck on a pistol. Doom switch. And it's gone like that. Like, I just, the the aggression, deathcore, like that, that style of, of metal right now does it for me more than something like Hurt. Mm-hmm. Um... <laughs> where I fester on it and I really think about it and I feel it on a deeper level and something like doom switch or sovereign by bleed from within mm-hmm. lets it out right now. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's regression or if that's just changing how my brain handles stress. Well, it's like, I know it's, it's not in, entirely relatable, but like, they they say bullies bully people because they're dealing with shit, and it's their way of dealing with it, and they'd rather inflict pain to mm-hmm. deal with their Where own pain. Where I come pain. from, bullies get bullied. Right. Um, they'd rather, like, hurt other people to help them deal with their own pain, and some of that aggressive, aggressive stuff, without, like, punching someone in the face, helps you deal with your own shit without... Hurting somebody being, else. you know, someone out there hurting somebody else. Yeah, it's like you're you're uh, you are releasing all of your anger and angst and frustration and pissed offness in three minutes and twenty seconds, instead of listening yeah. to a three minute twenty second song that's really sad and you like feel everything and then you start like is what I noticed. God, we're really going down a wormhole here. Let's go. No, it's fine. Uh, like, what I noticed, and it's been over the past, I don't know, it's probably been since my son came along. It just kind of, you know, your brain chemistry changes when you become a parent and all that shit. I noticed that, like, the slower sad songs made me, like, hurt more. I'm like, no, 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 that's not what I want to do. Whereas, like, when it was just me and I was, like, single and by myself, like, those made the shit go away. I talked about how, like, lowest point in my life, nutshell, like, took me mm-hmm. out of that place. Well, like, nowadays, it's like, now I just feel sorry for myself when I listen to that shit. But if I listen to fucking 1984 by Slaughter to Prevail or something like that, it's just like, like, ugh. Now I'm, like, re-energized. I'm I'm going to fight this fucking (laughs) beast. Yeah, it's like, it's the opposite. I don't feel sorry for myself. I'm like, oh, okay, well, that pissed off and aggression is gone. Like, I'm good now. Like, you know what I mean? It's It's just a change in your brain chemistry, getting older, life changing events, shit like that. So, I don't know, man. It's just, I guess it's not regression. It's just change. Yep. It's 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 change. Shout out Candlebox. Oh God, I love Candlebox. I fucking love Candlebox. Anyways, but yeah, it's it's just a change within uh, how your body wants to deal with certain situations. Okay. Or so, you know what I mean? Yeah. Interesting to hear you guys' take on that, and I guess. Uh, Oof, I'm going to go ahead and shoot this real quick. Uh, (laughs) I'm going to smack this right quick. (sighs) (laughs) Oh, fuck. So what what had me thinking about this topic? The last couple years of my life have been really fucking difficult. And I've dealt with you know, we, we brought up 
look, when we brought up Wage War and we we brought up uh, Me Against Myself, and I kind of talked a little bit about what that song meant to me, it really, really connected with how I felt when I thought of this topic because I've been dealing with a lot of shit over the last couple of years. And outside of, you know, what what support I get from friends and family, I'm really going at it alone. You know what I mean? I don't I don't have someone at home asking me how my day was, you know, what can I do, what can I do to help you, you know, what can I do to help support, you know, the household or whatever it is. And, you know, I kind of touched on a little bit on Derek's episode the last time he was on where it's like, I listen to some of the stuff I listen to because like I'm a fucking single dad trying to <clears throat> trying to maintain a household by myself in a world where two fucking incomes are necessary. You know, I had a conversation with with my ex-wife um just the other day and we were talking about like what I what I'm expected to earn and you know what what i'm expected to to pay out each month just to keep the fucking household alive not save money not not get ahead on anything just fucking survive and she her fucking jaw hit the fucking floor because it was like you know she was like yeah that's that's about what we have going out but like we're we're two incomes right cause she's remarried yeah and i'm i'm sitting here trying to go at it by myself and trying to give my kids the best possible fucking life i can but it goes much deeper because it's not just that i'm i'm expected to pay these bills and stuff i'm expected to be a father i'm expected to be there to help my kids through shit they're dealing with. Like I got a kid that's about to be going into summer school because if he doesn't, he ain't fucking passing the third grade. And you know, the, these kids, they're getting to the, the age now where they have their own problems and they have their own like, you know, insecurities and shit that they're dealing with. And, they're growing up in a split household and I've, I've been there. I've, I've lived that and I'm trying to, to make it as easy as possible on them. And I'm also dealing with a job where I'm fucking angry every fucking day. I walk into the goddamn office. I'm angry every time I leave a fucking appointment because I didn't make a sale. And so therefore I I spent money to go to a house and I didn't get fucking paid that day because I'm I'm a commission only sales rep. Mm-hmm. I'm dealing with trying to find a new career path that can better support my family and and better get me through and hit the goals that I want to hit in life while also, you know, dealing with this this job that doesn't really appreciate what I have to sacrifice to make them sec- uh, successful. And they don't really care what I, I consider to be successful. And I'm dealing with 
only having 24 fucking hours in a day and I'm expected to do all this shit for work. I'm expected to do all the shit for my kids and I'm expected to try to get a certain amount of sleep so that I can make it through each fucking day and also try to pursue things that I love. I mean, look, I'm looking at the clock right now and it's 1130 on a fucking Monday night and I got to work in the morning just so that I can enjoy having this conversation with my dudes and being able to do this podcast that I've like, we're, we're season three and I've, I've learned that I, I love doing what we do mm-hmm. and I'm fucking angry, dude. I'm angry every fucking day because I don't feel that I can live my fucking life. I'm fucking surviving. And it is, it is so hard to be, you know, I, I recently had a birthday and I have a, a bad habit of every time I have a birthday, I kind of recollect what the last year's been like, you know, what did, what did 28 look like for me? 28 looked like I went to a lot of fucking debt to fix up a house that still isn't fixed up the way I want it to be working a job I don't fucking like doing anymore trying to raise kids that are ever increasing in demand of what I need to do for them and still just living this lonely fucking life and I'm fucking angry and and so the you know the shit that I've been listening to lately is I mean you guys can kind of contest to this currents came out it was a fucking rage. Mm-hmm. And I listened to that shit. Just. God, it felt so fucking good to let that shit out. Listen to that shit in the gym for the 45 minutes I'm able to allot myself in a day. 45 fucking minutes I can give to myself and try to work through the shit I'm dealing with for 24 fucking hours a day. Just just trying to release this anger because god damn it I'm fucking pissed, dude. This this is not where you know, we're we're raised and I think this is a, a, a key source of depression in in men our age because we were fucking promised the fucking world. Work hard, dedicate to something. And and you'll be successful and you can be a fucking lawyer, you can be a doctor, you can be whatever the fuck you want to be if you set your mind to it and you work hard enough. And I've been working my fucking ass off since I was 16 years old trying to make something of myself and I still ain't fucking shit. And I'm fucking, I'm pissed. And so I listen to this music that's just fucking angry and like you said, it's it's allowing me to release those aggressions, those 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 feelings of of want, wanting to like look, man. There's there's days I want to fucking hurt somebody because I got so many people in my fucking life that are fucking asking for it, 
and I got to find a way to release this this aggression and this anger and this this need to fucking slap the fuck out of somebody because of the sh- the way they fucking talk to me or the way they treat me because obviously hitting somebody isn't the fucking answer and so kind of the whole premise of of the thought and the the kind of hot take and why I'm listening to what I'm listening to is based around where I'm at in life right now and kind of what the soundtrack to my life is right now is being fucking pissed off because this this isn't what 29 was supposed to look like this isn't this isn't the life that was promised to to me or you guys when we were little saying, hey, go to college, you'll get a great fucking job, um, work your ass off, you'll get the things that you want in life, and I just want fucking peace, dude. And I don't fucking get it. And I guess that's kind of the the end of my rant. Mm, we can call it a rant, call it real shit. <laughs> I mean... You know, I, I get it. I mean, in in different levels, but Preston, I was telling you before the show, it's like, you know, go to the doctor today. My son's, God, seven months old. Seems like he's been sick every two weeks and go to the doctor and he's, you know, like, yep, got another ear infection. You know, he has, he's had two ear infections. He's had RSV. He's had two different head colds. He's, he's all this shit. And they're like, oh yeah, by the way, he's got asthma. And I'm like, what? What do you, what? Like, yeah, maybe it's my, 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 my baby, my, my little seven month old kid that I, I do everything in the world to try to protect and, and, and keep healthy and, and, uh, all this. And it's like, God, you, you know, you feel like you do everything right as a parent and, and you get kicked in the nuts with something like that. And I told you before the show, it's like, you know, we, uh, I, I'm ashamed to admit it, but I shouldn't be, I guess, but you know, I'm fucking 27 years old and still rent. Uh, a condo it's like and i was telling you bro i don't know when i'll ever be able to buy a house this market's insane i've i I have a four-year degree i have what i consider a good job and i don't make nearly enough money and i wish nothing more i wish nothing more that my 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 woman my person the mother of my child i could tell her to quit her fucking job today and stay home and be a stay-at-home mom with my kids so he didn't have to go out and be around a bunch of other people and get fucking sick Mm -hmm. but i can't do that because we can't afford that right i can't afford to go buy a house because this market is fucking nuts i can't i can't afford a six seven eight percent interest rate i can't afford a two hundred fifty dollar thousand dollar house that should be a hundred twenty thousand dollar house so i'm stuck living in fucking town when I grew up out in the middle of nowhere and I'm fucking miserable, I hate where I live. I hate that my kid's sick all the time. I hate that I make 30 fucking thousand dollars less than I, what I think I should make or what I need to make. And mm-hmm. I still make 20 grand more than what the median is or 25 mm-hmm. grand more than what the median income is. And I still don't make enough money. Mm-hmm. So I get it. I'm pissed off too. I fucking, I, I'm, I'm, I'm over everything. I mean, I, this past weekend was fucking horrible. My kid can't fucking breathe. He's coughing and hacking and puking and sick, and I can't do anything. I mean, I'm giving him medicine, but it don't, you know, I, I can't do you anything. You feel for fucking him. helpless. And I'm like, dude, I told Cheyenne, I'm ready to suck on a fucking pistol. Like, I'm just done. Like, I just, life has kicked me in the fucking nuts for the past 
six months, like there ain't no tomorrow. And, and, and so it's different. You know, I, I'm fortunate enough that, you know, I do have somebody that I can go through this with and, you know, you're going through it a lot more than what I am, but you know, I, I, I've been paying my way out of debt. You know, when I was in college, my dumb ass didn't work. I, I, I built up a bunch of debt from not working cause I was focused on school and fo- you know, uh, and I'm still paying that shit off and I've been doing real good. And, and but it's like, God, am I ever going to get ahead? Can I ever save any fucking money? No medical bills, you know, fucking all this other shit that comes up. You're trying to pay off debt. You're trying to pay medical bills. You're trying to somehow save 20 bucks here and there. And you just can't do it. Cause fucking milk costs $3 a gallon now when it used to cost a dollar. And it's, you know, we live, I'm sorry. I don't mean to get political, but we live in fucking Joe Biden's America and you know, can't afford to buy a house. It's just, we're, I mean, this is a terrible time to be raising kids and all three of us are doing it mm-hmm. and, you know, trying to do our best at it. And yeah, man, you know, the aggression, the anger. I mean, I, I want to beat the fuck out of somebody 90% of my day. I, my dad is my boss. And if my dad wasn't my boss, I'd have been fired already. Cause I, I am, I get so fucking fed up with some of the people I work with. Not that I work with on a daily basis, but that are in infrastructure. And I probably should be careful what I say because people that I work with listen to the show. But you know what? I don't really give a fuck. But I get fucking fed up and I have to filter shit through my dad where I'm like, bro, I'm going to fucking beat the brakes off somebody if some shit doesn't change. And, you know, I just, ugh, I want to run my fucking bike into a telephone pole half the time. Not literally, but, you know, figuratively. And when I listen to fucking make them suffer... I let it's it all gone. out, baby. It's gone. I let it all it's out. Such a relief. It's like man. a reset button, man. Yep. Talk about the new Currents record. When I listen to that shit, it's like a reset button, dude. And I'm like, all right, I'm ready to go again. Hit me, hit me again, because I know that I can make it go away. I've yet to find a problem that music isn't the solution to. Absolutely. I have yet to find a problem. I'm going to get that fucking, I've got a lot of tattoos and I'm going to get this one fucking tattooed on me. <laughs> I have yet to find a problem that music isn't the solution to. Yep. I'm not a drunk. I don't, I, I like to, I like to, we partake. We partake. <laughs> we like to drink a little bit every now and then, but I don't resort to alcohol no. or weed or no. whatever it is to yep. solve my problems. Yep. Music is my drug. That sounds so cliche and dumb as fuck, but it's a fact. Music is my drug. Music is my alcohol. It's my outlet. It's my release. It's mm-hmm. my, it's my, um, every, I mean, it's, it saves my life every day, man. And the shit that I listen to reflects that. And I'm just like you lately, bro. I've been pissed the fuck off. And, and music has, re- I mean, I'm sitting here with a smile on my face because, man, I was jamming some shit when I pulled in the driveway today. Like, it's just, <laughs> you know, it's that it's that reset button that just, you know, we're sitting here, again, it's it's eleven past 11.30 at night, and I've got to stay home with a sick kid tomorrow, but I'm in a good mood because of the music I'm listening to, the conversations that we're having about music, and this podcast has been a form of that music for me that it's just a release, and I get to let it all out. It's the same yeah. thing as what sports does for us. Oh, yeah. Know? It's such a release from the day-to-day bullshit that we all go through, deal yep. with. Work experience. sucks. Life yep. sucks. Yep. And, and it's just, I haven't played golf once this year. I love yep. golf, but I haven't had time to go play yep. golf because yep. of the shit that I've been dealing with. Yep. Golf is a release like that for me. Absolutely. But I haven't had the opportunity to do it, but I can yep. always listen to music. You get out on that golf course and 
nothing else as long as your phone's not going off the whole fucking time. I put that shit on yeah. D&D. Yeah. It's, it, none of, nothing else matters, man. But, and I, I think that was a good piece to hit on just because I'm sure there's so many of the listeners that feel the exact same. Oh, my God. Maybe not the exact same situation, no. but feel the exact same Nobody goes same through way. the exact same situation. Uh, yeah. And I'm sure there's people out there obviously dealing with, with worse shit than I am, but like... Dude, it's it's so fucking difficult to just survive anymore. Like mm-hmm. we're all we're, we're all, all just one, getting by. We're all just getting mm-hmm. by. Yeah. And you know, I guess you know the front end of that conversation was being judgmental towards people listening to other kinds of music that yeah, we think is like maybe lesser. Huge piece. And it's mm-hmm. like you know, yeah. everybody, almost everybody, listens to some kind of music as a release and maybe they just aren't as musical as us and maybe they aren't looking into the music as deep as us and, and because of that more of the mainstream more of the simplistic music out there is what they connect with and there there's obviously stuff out there that is more mainstream that that covers conversations like struggling through life and struggling through depression struggling through anxiety and struggling through whatever the fuck you're dealing with on the day-to-day and it's just that you know for me what i've been listening to lately it's been kind of a mix of this really aggressive almost deathcore shit a lot um trying to deal with the anger of what what i'm dealing with and then trying to listen to some of my good mood music that can can somewhat bring me into a more positive mindset before I go into work and stuff. That way, I'm kind of releasing the anger, and then I'm re- I'm listening to stuff that's kind of brightening my mood a little bit, so that I can fucking deal with people. Because, dude, it is so fucking hard to deal with people. I hate people when you are when you are already fucking angry. Maybe I'm weird. And, and it might just be me out of the three of us, but the aggressive music actually does put me in a good mood. The, yeah, the it does me as well. The aggression yeah. it's it's two it's yeah. a double edged sword for me. It's very twofold. The aggressive, the more aggressive the music is, the better mood it puts me in because I get that stank face going. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, yeah, fucking <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm just I'm I mean when I'm when I'm head bobbing and I'm vibing to something that's super aggressive and super heavy and super mean, I just get that feeling of I'm invincible. I, I and it just it might just be me. Now there is the the lighter hearted stuff that does put me in a good mood. But for me, the the more aggressive it is, it's, it, the better mood it puts me in, um, and I don't know why. I don't I don't know if it's just because it's like, yep, I'm not the only one that's feeling this. Mm-hmm. Life's all right. I'm I'm good. Mm-hmm. I can I I'm good. I don't know. I, maybe there's listeners out there that are listening. Are like, yeah, I felt that. Like the, the I I love the the more, um, <clears throat> yeah. you know that just yeah. Everybody's different and. And I guess my advice to to all of our all of our listeners is I don't give a shit what it is. Find your release, find your passion, find and make sure it's something positive. Find your outlet. You. you know what I yep. mean? Find yeah, positive. Don't don't go and fucking do drugs or or be an alcoholic or or fucking punch holes in walls unless it's a meaningless wall. But 
Find your find your outlet. Go play golf. Bearing wall go, go right down on your head. Go, <laughs> go, go jump on a motorcycle like I do, or go you know go take a cold shower in the morning. Yeah, take a thirty go minute for a, walk. Go for a run. Go to the gym. Go yeah. go do whatever it is that you you know is going to release that stress. Because Tyler and I can speak to it firsthand. You know, if you let that shit, if you carry that shit and you don't release it and you let it just eat you up inside, you are never going to survive. You're not going to, or you, or you might survive, but you're going to be an absolutely fucking miserable person every day of your life. You're going to make other people. You're going to make everybody around you. My dad told me one of the, the greatest pieces of advice I've ever heard in my life. Shout out, Jamie. I love you, buddy. If you perpetuate your misery on other people for long enough, no matter how close they are to you, they will eventually cut you off and yes, walk away they will. from you. I got something to say. Go ahead, buddy. You hit on it perfect. No, I just... So, it's funny you say that because um, me and Tyler work together and we've been finding ways to complain as of late. Um, sometimes it's good. Sometimes, you know, it's it. you have the right to. Other times, uh, you fall in this deep, dark hole of becoming a I-can't-catch-a-break guy. We all Woe is me. know. Yeah. We all know those people that Feeling are, sorry for themselves. I can't catch a break. And they, they say it out loud. Man, I just can't catch a break. They, what does Bo say? I They're just, saying the quiet part out loud. Yeah. I just can't catch a break. Why does this happen to me? Woe is me. And Joe Rogan did a podcast a while back, and there was a reel on TikTok or, or on Facebook that I had seen. I think it was yesterday. And he talks about the I can't catch a break, guys. Get the fuck away. Get from away from them. them. Get away from Get them. Get the, absolutely. Get the fuck if, away from if them. If you, if you have those kind of people in your life, bro, immediately get the fuck away I'm from them. I'm telling you. There yep. is a guy, and I'm not going to call him out, but there's a guy that works for my company that is that way that will like, when when I first started and kind of got to know him, he's from a different state. He would call me all the time, like, "Oh, this fucking shit, blah blah, fucking, yep. I'm I'm tired of we're this getting, shit." Me and him are guilty of it. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. blah, blah 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 blah, and I'm like, "Bro, yeah." Like I don't answer his phone calls anymore because I know he's just wanting to bitch just about going something. Bitch. Just going yep. bitch about. Something. You yep. know what? Everybody's fucking life sucks, dude. Yep. It's okay to let it out and talk about it amongst your amongst your you know. Your best, you're like your closest people. That's mm-hmm. who you're supposed to vent to and talk to shit like that about. Mm-hmm. But if you just constantly do it and you constantly let it fester and you, it's the same thing over and over you and over find again, yourself in a hole with nobody else because nobody wants to hear it. Yep. You think I talk to this shit about anybody but y'all? Because right. I promise you, I don't. Yep. I believe Be- it. Because y'all are my best friends, and I can bitch to you guys about shit. And you, I've been bitching to you for seventeen years. <laughs> So it's like, you know, but if you, it, it especially like the mood, like if you, if you are just constantly miserable around people and just like, oh my God, my fucking life sucks and I just can't catch a break and woe is me. I don't want to be around that nope. all the time. Nope. I, well, it's also, you, listen, listen, you go through more shit than just about anybody I fucking know. And 90% of the time, you're the most positive motherfucker I know, too. You're always in a goddamn good mood. But when you get a chance like this to let it out, you let it out. But then when it's done, you're done. You're like, I'm not going to fucking mope about it. Yep. I'm not going to sit around and bitch about, oh, my God, my life sucks. It's you got to get it out some, sometimes. Yeah, well, you got to get it out. But you cannot let it just fucking fester. 
Well, I think part of it too is, you know, I was, I was saying earlier in regards to the song me against myself is there's, there's gotta be a gut check there where it's like, you know, Preston and I had conversations years ago when he and I first started hanging out. Cause I, I've been going through kind of a, uh, mindset reset kind of journey for years now. And just, you know, I, 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 I didn't really grow up with a very good mindset and I've had to learn these, these, I guess, skills and practices and ways of looking at life. And at at one point I had to stop and realize that almost every bad thing that has happened to me in my life as, you know, at least since I was like fucking 12 or 13, the majority of it was because of a decision or a choice that I made that led to this position. Led to a specific outcome and result. Right. And oh, so the, no, the, the consequences of my own actions. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and yes. that, that gut check that, that comes from that. But once once you adopt that mindset, you, you really take control of your life. And And to be honest, a lot of the anger that I've been feeling lately has been towards myself. Yeah, and you're and projecting it a little bit, maybe. and and I and I do project it a little bit, but mm-hmm. it's like, how the fuck have I let myself fall into the position that I'm in right now, where money's a problem, home life's a problem, work's a problem. You know, I'm working for a company that I I I don't love working for anymore, and you know, relationships, I've, I've chosen not to be in a relationship and I've chose to go in this alone so that I can focus on other things in my life, work and kids and music and all this other shit. And all these, these decisions have, have led me to the way I feel right now. And I'm fucking angry at myself just as much as I am angry at the fucking world. Mm-hmm. Felt and that it's, it's so hard to recognize that and, and deal with it in in a way where it's like, okay, so what do I need to do to change this and and better my life and, and try to find happiness? And that's kind of why I started looking for a new job. That's why I started looking for kind of a new career path. And that's why I've kind of started changing my mindset around relationships. And that's why... You know, the last year or so, a little over a year, I've, I've really been focusing a lot on my kids and, and their issues and and really parenting to, you know, I, I guess the best way to frame it up is I actually met a customer where him and his dad have like this ministry out in Wyoming or something like that. And and some of the things that they they teach are are very based in religion, and it's and it's very religious in the way that they they practice this. I'm not a very religious person, but what I took from this is that you have to pay attention to the heart, and so the heart is that that inner piece of yourself, what what makes you you. And if if you were to welcome someone, if you were to compare your heart and the inner you to a house it's like you can let people into 
you know, that, that living room, right. When you walk in the door and it's like, you never let anybody anywhere else in the house because you're afraid to share what else is in the house. You're, you leave the living room, a nice clean place for people to see, but you don't let them in the the, the rest of the rooms to see what kind of a fucking mess it is and not allowing people into my heart has led to me not being able to step into other people's heart. And that has become a problem for my parenting because I'm not parenting towards my kids' hearts. I'm not parenting towards what's going on inside them. And so that's been a real problem for me over the last year or so is recognizing that my kids are growing older. I mean, my oldest kid's about to turn fucking 10 and I'm trying to deal with what do I have to do to parent according to their heart. And, you know, that's, that's a real fucking problem. And, and, and the fact that I didn't realize it before. And by the time I did realize it, it was almost late in the game to really start doing so. And then I'm still trying to fucking learn how to do it. And like, there, there's just so many life choices that I've made that have led me to this point where I'm at now, where I'm just angry about the way I've lived my life, the the way my life has turned out. And it's not so much that my life is that bad. It's that I'm so fucking angry with myself that I've allowed it to be as bad as it is. Mm-hmm. And dude, it's, it's rough. Yeah, man. I mean, the day that, that, uh, a person actually looks in the mirror and, and, takes uh responsibility for their own actions instead of blaming the world for it is the day that real change and growth can can begin and you know the reason that i had to start you know i had debt to pay off was because of my own actions <laughs> it's like <laughs> you know what i mean mm-hmm. like you you just you when you when you can take responsibility for your own actions you can start making real change in your life mm-hmm. um and you know just to kind of close that out from uh i guess not necessarily a super religious standpoint but that 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 gospel that you just spoke about i've i've heard so many times before and basically what that is about is what he's referring to you didn't say it out loud but is allowing jesus christ into your heart and 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 right. not just the pretty shit of oh i i, I no it's the sin it's the bad it's the mm-hmm. i fucked up here or i mm-hmm. it is because and again, you're not a super religious person. I get that. And I'm not, I'm not about to get preachy, but Jesus loves you for all of you, all of he died for your sins. He died for our sins. He loves you for your good, your bad, your ugly, all of it. Right. And when you allow the right people into your heart to see the good, the bad, the ugly, it can help heal you. When you allow certain music into your heart, it can help heal you. When you allow yourself to connect to music that you don't want to admit that you connect to mm-hmm. kind of thing. We just brought that shit full circle. People are like, wow, this went from a, a music podcast to a Dr. Phil podcast. Jesus! <laughs> no, it's, it's, it all comes back to, to the music of... The sounds and De- I mean Derek just said probably the greatest yep. line that I've ever heard ever, yep. and it's the soundtrack to your life, and it changes on a daily basis. 
And it's all about where you're at at that certain moment in your life and knowing what music it is that's going to help you at that point. And it goes back to your point of judgment. And I have to be better at it. I mean, I know a lot of people that have to be better, but just me personally, I have to be better at understanding that just because something doesn't speak to me doesn't mean it doesn't speak to this person or that person or whatever. Because it does. There's Everybody's different. We all have those those songs or those records or those bands that speak to us at certain points in our life. Good, happy, sad, whatever. So it's all about knowing yourself and opening up your heart and mind to something that's going to help you. Or or if you're feeling good about something, continue to make you feel good about it. Because we all want to be in a good place all the time. It's just unrealistic. Mm-hmm. So it's... It all comes back to that, and I, I think that was a, a fantastic way um, to to end a season one premiere. Or some, wow, season one, episode one, season three premiere. We fucking did it, yeah, bro. Ta-da! <laughs> <laughs> we've we've talked about it all tonight, everybody, and I, I hope you guys have enjoyed it. And as all, I mean, I hope you guys learned something, or at least relate to something. You know, we're not your cookie cutter news story podcast. It's just going to only tell you about what's going on in the metal scene today. You can fucking get on Twitter and find that information now. And I'm not smashing podcasts that do that, but I'm also saying that we might be a little better than those guys because we're giving you a little more. So kiss my ass. Um, <laughs> and don't be judgmental now. <laughs> and A7X sucks, but don't be judgmental. So I hope you guys have learned something, and I hope you guys have related to something that we've said and, and at least enjoy um, you know, the, the conversation, the vulnerability that we always want to give you guys. We're, we're as real as it fucking gets. We don't pull any punches. We tell y'all all about our fucking lives on a daily basis, and, and we hope that you can relate to it in some way, shape, or form and find solace and, and find uh, uh, <clears throat> inconclusively, inconclusivity or inclusivity and feel a part of the brotherhood that is the Screaming Idiots show, because that's what we want you guys to do, right? Anybody, you guys have any other closing comments? or? No, I think we've hit on several big pieces tonight. Um, just just be a part of this with us. Yeah. Tell be your friends. T- tell tell your family members. You know, anybody that you, you know or yourself or, or that's that's maybe going through something that could, uh, that needs somebody to feel uh, how they feel. Or at least uh, can relate in some way, shape, or form. We want you guys to be a part of this with us, and we're all on a journey to uh, provide music and insight to everybody who might not have that that outlet and that that brotherhood to uh, express themselves. And and that's that's what this music we listen to, and that's what this show is all about. We've said it over and over. It's the soundtrack to our lives. We hope this podcast and this show and and us are a part of that soundtrack, just just even a small fraction of it, um, even if it's just us interpreting what the music means. So thank you guys and gals so much for listening. As always, we love you. We appreciate the shit out of you. We hope that you're ready for a fucking kick-ass season three because it's going to be the best one yet. Again, make sure you follow all of our social medias at TSIS Podcast to keep up with everything that's going on. Reach out to us. Let us know what you think about the shows. Leave a like, leave a comment, leave a, a review, whatever you want, you let us know. We want to interact with you guys and hear from you guys. Again, we love and appreciate each and every one of you. 
And until next time, we are the Screaming Idiots, and we'll see you next week. Peace, love, dove.